for it to be This is small town music This is big town music He's ahead of his time, you know But he can't use it If only he could prove it Well, tomorrow's just a song away A song away A song away Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. And I'm Kyle Dotson. And Kyle joining us tonight in our, I call it a guest co-host, because this gentleman brought songs tonight. Yes. He's going to be my co-host. I don't know, I don't know this guy very well. We're going to find out uh, more about him, but uh, I've kind of worked with him. And uh, no, I'd say we, we worked Directly together, absolutely. Okay, I love that. Look at that. Come on, this man, right absolutely. Uh, the voice you're hearing is uh, Rob Mills. Rob, how are you doing? I'm great. How are you, Pat? I, I am good. Now, Rob, we met on the show uh, Greatest Hits. Yes. An ABC show. Mm-hmm. And tell the folks, what was what is your title on Greatest Hits? What were, what were you doing? What was your capacity? Well, my, my title is actually, I am the Senior Vice President of Alternative Series and Specials okay. and Late Night at ABC, which basically means anything that's unscripted. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am in charge of. And so your big shows would be like uh, The Bachelor, The Bachelorette? The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, Dancing with the Stars, Shark Tank. Uh, we did a bunch of game shows. I know you're a big fan oh, yeah, of Match yeah. Game we yep. did this summer, yep. which was great. Jimmy Kimmel Live, uh, the Oscars, the AMAs, the Billboard Awards. Wait, so you work on all the fun shows. All the, f- oh, this is this is it. I mean, this is, <laughs> I, my, my whole, I grew up wanting to do what I'm doing now and then speak on a podcast about Van Halen. <laughs> Classic Van Halen. <laughs> So right now, I mean that—that's it. I'm I'm ready to go right now. Now here's what here's what caught my attention um, when you would be on the set of Greatest Hits mm-hmm. is I see this guy and they go, oh that's Rob. He's you know he's from ABC and you uh, are are not a stuffy guy uh, or what what people no, might I appreciate think, that. It, Thank it, you. What, right. What yes. People might think in ex- mm-hmm. how uh, if you were if you were gonna if it was gonna be central casting mm-hmm. a studio executive that is not you. Right. Because you you are. You were moving and grooving in the music. You mm-hmm. were singing along. Mm-hmm. I might have seen an air guitar or, oh. a, or a, fist pump, a fist pump. Absolutely. Oh. Yes. Uh, you, I watch you climb under a gate to get in here. That's yeah, we true. Have, we have, yeah. I tell our guests to park in back. We have a gate. And mm-hmm. Rob crawls under the gate like a yeah. hooligan. That's right. Yes. Uh, then, Rob, the day that Rick Springfield came to rehearse, mm-hmm. I look at you and you've got a, a, an LP copy of Working Class Dog to yes. get autographed. Mm-hmm. I love, this is all right in my wheelhouse. No. This is exactly the kind this of stuff. This is why we do this, man. I do. Come on, absolutely. That's right. So I was well, like. Well, I was so in awe when um, David Wilde, who wrote with us and worked on the show, yeah. said, you know, Pat's got a podcast and he had Terry Nunn on of Berlin <laughs> last time. I was like, oh man, that is, I love what you do. Well, well that was like, what was cool about that is like it, Someone had uh, someone had dropped out, and I was like, I just interviewed Terry Nunn last night. She would be perv. And, yes, uh, that's right. And uh, and you said, uh, what did what did she look like? <laughs> yeah. So I showed you the picture. It was you're great. Like, fantastic. She's, yes, she's she looks fantastic. She sat in that very chair that you're well, sitting in right man, now. I'm not worthy. She showed up here, and we drank a bottle of wine. Oh. That was her beverage of choice. She said, I, I want a bottle Jack of wine. And Coke, but well, that's what we're doing. We're, yes. we're drinking Jack and Coke. Red wine or white wine? Did Terry it was a, she, I need it to was hear a, what she... It was a red wine. A red wine, okay. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you something. Uh, the uh, now, Of course, people already know that our, our topic tonight is going to be a Diamond David Lee Roth. We're going to start with uh, classic mm-hmm. Van Halen. We'll go into his solo material. Um, is Van Halen your favorite band? Van Halen, you know, it's interesting. I grew up in Connecticut. And okay. Connecticut is really, you know, one. It, it is the heart and soul of classic rock right there. We had a, a radio station called WCCC. Uh, if you remember the movie Private Parts, Howard Stern went there. 
Uh, and it was a great classic. We had mm-hmm. that and we had WHCN, which was, we had 105.9, 106.1 CCC. And, you know, it's it's really all classic rock. So for me, the two that I would sort of go between was was Van Halen and then Pink Floyd. Wow. Those were, those were sort of my two. So it was very different. You know, you'd yeah, go yeah. through those phases where I'd just sit and listen to The Wall every night for six, <laughs> seven months, and then you get tired of that. And then I'd go back and I'd listen to Van Halen one and two. And then, you know, so it, it just, it would go back and forth. But it was really, those were the big ones, but really all classic rock. But currently, though, your Twitter feed, mm-hmm. uh, David Lee Roth doing the, the splits in the air is, is your well, picture. Dave Dave is, is different than, than the band Van Halen. Mm-hmm. I mean, Dave was also... Okay. So I was 10 when 1984 came out. So I actually started, I started at the end and then went back because this was right when, you know, music videos hit and everything. And you just, you know, Dave was just, I mean, you know, for for a 10 year old boy, he's everything you want to be. You know, I mean, the guy (laughs) is just everything about it. He's an entertainer. He's fun. Yeah. He's, you know, girls love him. Guys are in awe of him. He, you know, he was so cool. I mean, things he could do, you know, just little things that you couldn't do nowadays. Like you look at that right. Panama video, he's riding his motorcycle without a helmet. <laughs> uh, but uh, so, so Dave is somebody that just was like, this guy was, was the coolest. He was your gym teacher, mm-hmm. your sex ed teacher, your, te- you know, I mean, just, just everything about him. And you mentioned uh, Jimmy Kimmel was one of the shows you work on. So you got to meet Dave when Van Halen did the uh, play it on the streets. I did. I met Dave. One, then, and I met him at the Billboard Music Awards when we played. And I met him, uh, I had worked, I, I started uh, working at CAA, mm-hmm. which is a, a talent agency. And the guys in the music department knew I was a massive fan. And yeah. this is when Dave was, you know, was not back with Van Halen. Right, he was right. doing his own thing. And he was taping a special for VH1 Classic okay. called David Lee Roth's 4th of July Christmas Party, <laughs> which I think didn't even air. And no, I've it, never even heard of it. Who, like, I think... Um, it's floating around YouTube. He finally released it. It's, it's the most bizarre. It's you know, it's Dave thinking he's uh, you know Luis Bonwell or something. It's a very very bizarre thing. But but I met him there and it was it, it was a surreal experience. Well, you've seen that David Lee Roth film on YouTube where he's a, a Japanese assassin. That's oh that that one that that's also crazy too. Yeah, but yeah. he almost you watch that and you go oh I think he could maybe play a heavy in like a movie no i think he could have i think yeah. that there was a you know and there was that half a minute he was on the sopranos and yeah. he was you know i i still think that there's something that that could come up for him now what's he like in person because i feel like he talks in sound bites or he talks he, he talks in sound yeah. bites he's very you know i had a um i had a very brief moment with him after the billboard awards uh-huh. and we were flying back um, to LAX and, uh, and you know like you said you know I was dressed in a sweatsuit you never would have known I was a network <laughs> so I went to him and said oh you know right. the ratings were great last night Dave they're fantastic and he he sort of he said oh yeah you know he recognized me he said yeah, well, yeah. what do you do and I said oh you know I run you know on, on all the specials and alternative series for ABC mm-hmm. and he immediately got serious he said oh well come step in my office and he said, you know, I'd love to host this thing or, you know, and I'll come and I'll, I'll work. I'll be there wow. a week early. So there's, there's also the, the business side of Dave too, as well. So he wasn't, he wasn't giving you a bozy, bozy bop and all that no, kind of, but he did do that when he, when he shot that, when we were there, he was shooting that 4th of July Christmas mm-hmm. thing. You know, he knows when people are watching him and he said, you know, somebody said, Oh, you know, Dave, they were getting meals for everyone. I said, Dave, what do you want to eat? And he said, Oh, I, I want a uh, cowgirl pizza with, with booty <laughs> toppings. 
I'm on a diet. And he did, you know, so there's the Diamond Dave persona. And then there's ridiculous. the very, yeah, it was ridiculous. So especially, it was that time, I don't know if you remember, it was, it was right after he did that tour with Sammy Hagar. Yeah, and Sammy And he was spraying tour. on the hair. Yeah. And he looked, it, it was really, really, you know, again. The, did you the see that tour? Oh, I saw that tour. So, I mean, quick story about that tour because okay. it's crazy. Because I did, I saw it at the Universal Amphitheater. That's, so, so I saw it at the Universal Amphitheater. I think I went both nights, but believe it or not, that was a tour. It, it was, it was sold out, and like usually sold out, you can still get tickets. Yeah, you could not get tickets. No. So, a friend of mine, this is I'm still at CAA, and he said, "Don't worry, we're getting you tickets. We know this is important to you." And the night of the concert comes, he goes, "I can't believe this, but we can't get you tickets." And it was like, you know, it, it, it was, he said, I can't believe I have to tell you this. I mean, he was <laughs> devastated. So I said, well, you know what? Um, there's no way there's not tickets there. Yeah. I'm sure there's day of t-. So I go to the box office and he go, and the guy goes, um, it, no, I'm telling you, we don't have, we don't, cause I, I was by myself. I said, yeah. look, I'm a single. I, I'll take one. Whatever. I just want to get in have, the building. We don't have any tickets. So then. This guy, so I'm standing around the box office, and this guy from 95.5 KLOS goes, I need anybody who won the radio contest. We brought the list for tomorrow night. We don't have tonight's list. Who won the radio contest? <laughs> so I go, oh, I, I was one of the winners. He goes, okay, yeah, come with me. That's exactly what I would have done too. And he, I said, I yeah, I want, you know, it was great. So Sammy had this thing. If you remember the tour, there was a thing on stage yeah. where it was he would he had his little crew he was trying to make it i think like the cabo wabo yeah, like cantina a, yeah, or whatever mini cabo wabo, Mama, on mini stage. cabo wabo so they escort me and this group of people who actually had one who were who were honest people mm-hmm. like me on stage you were on stage and i was so i won't go from not getting a ticket to being on stage <laughs> and it was crazy and i that remember it was insane and I, I remember again so you've seen you saw me at grace yeah. hit so i'm you know rocking yeah, yeah. out and i remember getting who seems th- this guy seemed like the nicest guy michael anthony comes on and mm-hmm. plays and you could see he really appreciated yes. that that i was getting into it and everything mm-hmm. he was, just, just seems like such a nice guy yes he really does and uh it was great it was one of the greatest you know nights and then um, it's funny. So then they, they give you a ticket because Dave doesn't have anyone on stage for Dave's portion of the tour. No, it was just him. And, and remember, Dave, they, they would switch opening each night. So Sammy yeah. was opening that night and Dave was closing. That's the night. I, that's the show I saw. I saw when Dave closed. So Dave, so they put us up. And remember, Universal had sort of the floor section. Then you had the, the little sections of us. So we were in the 100 section, okay. which was above the floor. And uh, floor was open. There was, it wasn't seating. It was just open, open standing mm-hmm. room. So I remember too, they're similar to crawling under the gate, jumping from 100 onto the floor so I could be on the floor. Crawling under the Dave. gate again. It's basically the same thing, yes. Jumping <laughs> on the floor so I could see Dave because uh, that was really, I was so excited mm-hmm. that Dave was, because if you remember, this was 2002. Yeah. So this and was. He played all Van Halen the, songs. Well, because it was sort of like, you know, you had the debacle in 96. Yeah. And then they finally cut ties with Sharon around 99. And there were all the, they, they clearly, they had gotten together with Dave. And I don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. So they did this tour, but Dave was clearly getting ready. Like he was in full Van Halen yes, reunion mode. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, he played all Van all Halen, Halen stuff. Song. He didn't play anything. Straight he played, up it classic was Van Halen. straight Van Halen. Yeah. And it was great. And there was something where, 
I think it was that tour. And it was so interesting because you get all these mixed messages. Like Valerie Bertinelli went and told people, oh, yeah, you should go see Dave. He sounds great. He's playing all the old songs. I was like, oh, my God, they're going to get back together. This is going to be great. And then, but he did this tour with Sammy. It was so weird. Is it hard to be a Van Halen fan, like if they're one of your favorites? Because it's very dysfunctional. You know, it's hard, but then you sort of get, it's like that. It's like the band. You get older and you realize that's dysfunction is part of life. Like you don't get, I mean, I remember. 1996. So again, like I said, I'm 10 years old. 1984 happens. And it's like the greatest thing that's ever happened. I mean, it's so cool. When you're 10 years old, you got this album cover with the baby with the cigarette and these videos. And it's just the cool, you know, it just felt like this entree into what it must be like to be, you know, 18 years old. Right. I mean, it was just fantastic. Uh, and then they break up the next year. And you can't believe it. You, and you at can't 10 believe years it. Old, it's you're like, like what? this is it. My no, whole life it, is over. And then you got to wait nine years. And I go through, you know, look, I like the Dave Zola stuff. I like the Van Halen, the, the Van Hagar stuff. Yeah. I mean, it was both great. But then in 1996, this, re, I mean, I, I will, you know, it's one of those, I remember exactly where I was. And I remember sitting in my living room. Yeah. I just moved out here, graduated school and was in was in film school at the time. And, it was that September. Dennis Miller was hosting the VMAs, and this, this the, the, and they come out, and it's you know Dave and Mike and Alex and Eddie, and you can't believe it. And you think yeah. this is the beginning of stage two. But then when Van you watch Halen. it now, it looks like no, you see you see everything it now, that's going but, on. But at that time, you were like, "This is amazing." There they are. They're this up there is together. Amazing, and it's and you, but you see. There's a Dave, di- if, if Dave had just, well, I don't know either, you know, you, yeah. you hear so many different versions of that story. They're One all was that cra- they're, they're whole, They are. Everyone's they're they're crazy. all crazy. And I think there are times when there is genuine affection yeah. uh, between really, I mean, I think it, it sounds, from what I, I, I gather from, from people mm-hmm. I've talked to who sort of are close in that camp, Alex and Dave actually get along quite well. Mm-hmm. And there's just a weird dysfunction between Eddie and Dave. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's just, it's, it's fascinating. But, but you're right. I mean, that's, yeah. that's what it is. And you sort of learn to accept that, you know, we got the reunion tour. We got a different kind of truth, which it, it, I think is a phenomenal record. I think it's a great record, get, too. does not get nearly enough credit. And I, uh, and I was skeptical when that came out. Although I did, but people are like, oh, Tattoo's terrible. And I'm like, I like Tattoo. You know what? I got to tell you, Tattoo I is like not only great. You know, had that song come out in 96 yeah. when they first got together, you know, it just had been so much time. That song would have been a strip club anthem. Absolutely. It would have been played at ballparks. It would have played. It's as good as any sort of just great, disp- you mm-hmm. know, I mean, there's sort of the fun, disposable pop right. Van Halen, and then there's the the heavier stuff that's really fun, more unfair warning, and you see a little bit on on uh, different kind of truth, but Tattoo is is, is a great song, would yeah. have been a, a it would have been a top 40 hit probably as, it, as late as 96. It's got some great lyrics in there, mm-hmm. he, he paints a picture it's, He it's really, really does, no, and the harmonies are, I mean, yep. I will tell you, if Michael Anthony was on that and he was, he was not as, as great as I think. I think Wolf actually really works very hard. Yeah. I think he's good. But if Michael Anthony was doing that, I think it, it would have kicked it up another notch. But I, I always, song. I say, if uh, if Alex Van Halen had a son who could sing, that would be the. <laughs> it would be a truly. It, it would be Van Halen. <laughs> That's exactly right. All right, we're gonna get into some music, but before we do, we're gonna do a quick thing that we like to call here uh, new music roundup. Kyle, do you have our little uh, sting for that? New Music Roundup. Yeah. yeah. There you go. 
So this um, this album came uh, to me today in the mail today. Okay, Kyle, what is the album called? Uh, this is called Braver Than We Are. Braver Than We Are. This is the brand new Meatloaf album. All wow. song, all songs written by Jim Steinman. Oh. Uh, it's got uh, it's got an album cover reminiscent of the uh, you know of the Bad Out of Hell covers, mm-hmm. um, and um, and here we go. Right. What's the first song we're gonna hear, Kyle? It's called Who Needs the Young. This is Who Needs <laughs> the Young. Okay. Who needs the young? The revelation of the faces and the head. When all we have are with the traces of the faces we once were And suffocation in the dirty little air Who needs the young bodies floating Is this a song that Oogie Boogie sings in Nightmare Before Christmas? Yeah, no. <laughs> that's pretty bad. Yeah, no, it sounds like he's he's writing for... Yeah, some some <laughs> like awful uh, Tim, some Tim Burton thing. Well, that but it's not even Tim Burton. It's like it's like, a, Tim it's like a knockoff. Like, yeah, it's like it, yeah, it's Tim Burton's pool boy who decided he you know he could also. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you that that song opens the album. That's the first track on the album, and I was like, this should be buried at like track ten. You need to really kick or an album off. Track never. Or track, yeah. Or, yeah, track mm-hmm. none. Should be yeah. buried six feet under. Yeah. Okay, let's hear. Let's hear a couple oh, more. Boy. What's next, guy? Uh, loving your uh, loving you is a dirty job, but somebody's got to do it. Sure, of course. Oh, God. This is like the fifth variation. Yeah. Of- when the sky is falling and you're looking for somewhere to hide. Voice is just Did terrible. you ever call out to someone? Did you ever call out to me? I've never been gone. I've been right here by your side. There ain't nothing but clouds. Not please, please, please turn it off. Turn it, turn it off. I, I, this, I mean, I, I mean, we know that you can go in and sing a line at a time. Mm-hmm. You could sing a syllable at a time, could, and this is the best they can get out no, of them. No, this is this is heartbreaking. This is heartbreaking because you know because I sat down I, as soon as it came in the mail. I loaded it in the iTunes and I sat down and I listened to it, start to finish, and I was just like, I couldn't. I can't even tell you if the songs are good because his voice is so bad. I can't even well, get a handle on if the songs aren't good, <laughs> but. Uh, you know, it's just you. You know, you listen to something like "For Crying Out Loud," yeah. and that voice is—you know—that is a voice. God really touched that guy. I mean, even and um, it, it, you hear this, and it just—it breaks your heart. It's like, please don't, don't, don't go out. I never want to see Meatloaf in concert. And I mean, just you know, what the worst thing to I, yeah. do is go out and see something sad. I mean, it was—he's not good live right now. He's currently not. I don't think he'll ever be no. good live again. And, and he was. I mean, but, the guy was amazing. What? Uh, let's hear one more. What's one more guy? Well, well, I was going to say it says all songs by Jim Steinman, but on the back does it say written in twenty minutes? Because <laughs> it's. I mean, but that song too, loving you is a dirty job. It's that's like you know everything. Is, Every, it's like yeah. life is a lemon, and I want, want my, my money, money back. back. Like yep. all these things, everything is, is so just, on the um, nose. Yep, so on the nose. Objects in the rearview mirror, maybe. If <laughs> I mean, it's just like this guy literally text phrase and, and i do i love meatloaf but this the last couple albums have been it's been a well, you know, steady they decline did a bad out of hell three to, at least they didn't call this bad out of hell four and, right and really you know and, yeah because bad make, out of hell disgrace. three was 10 years ago and it's pretty strong 
It's yeah, it is. It is good. But his voice it, was um, good still. Oh, his voice was good then too. It still wasn't. Well, even Bad Out of Hell two isn't. I wish they just left Bad Out of Hell because that is a just. So you didn't want any. Bottom. We we just did an episode a couple weeks ago. We did sequels. We did all sequel albums. Didn't and need songs. a sequel. To, didn't need a sequel to Bad Out of Hell. I mean, call it something else. Yeah. Would you know? Which would have been great, but but leave Bad Out of Hell as it is. It's sacred. It had mm-hmm. Todd Rundgren. This is this album's also produced by uh, Meatloaf's guitar player who. Yeah. They, they, Olive loaf, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they didn't have like there's like there's no one like there's no one behind the boards here helping out. It's it's his touring band. No, it's his touring just, band. Yeah, a guy just, has lost his fastball. Yeah, it just does it. Th- th- no. This is just uh, heartbreaking. Well, By the way, who put this out? Um, it's on. I think it's four nineteen records is what they're yeah. called. Mm-hmm. They did like, they did like a Jim Blo- new Jim Blossoms album, a new Marshall Crunch album, a new. Soul Asylum album. So no one of those out. ones that get those 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 labels yeah, albums yeah. that used to be some bands. That used but to be uh, those those albums are actually good. This one is just and the guy I have a kind of a relationship with this guy and he was like, uh, I said, hey, when's the new Meatloaf coming? He's oh, he goes, it just came in. I'll send it right out to you. And I'm like, I'm really excited. And he said, like, you should be. And I was like, did he listen to this? Because no. were they just excited that they have a Meatloaf album? No, he's glad he had some place to send it to. To send it. Yeah. He was like, hey, do you want 12? Yeah. <laughs> Let's That's do, right, exactly. You can't give these away. Let's do one more. Yeah. It's called this? Skull of Your Country. Skull of Your Country. Yeah. Wait, do you hear this I voice? I hope this is a Trump anthem. the skull of your country? How do you bury a nation of thieves? This works if you close your eyes and put some Trump imagery in your head, though. It's not bad. I'm doing it. This might be Trump singing. Meatloaf was on The Celebrity Apprentice. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the problem. Oh, God. That's not Bonnie Tyler, is it? It's not. They're, they're like purging their own lyrics from Ernest Diamond. Okay. Turn it off is what it should be. But he, yeah. there's like five songs where he sings with um with female vocalists mm-hmm. and they are killer, which just makes him sound no, even it's worse. Just, I know. All right. Let's move on. We we're all thumbs downing on this, right? Yeah. Whew. Braver than we are. They are braver than we are, because I would never have released this. Oh, man. All right, that's a stinkeroo. Oof. That's a that's a shit loaf. This is a <laughs> <laughs> you can swear on here. I, too, apparently, Robert, yeah. Thank you. Um, all right, let's move into some Diamond David Lee Roth. All right, um, Kyle, you're a youngster, yeah, but you love Van. You love Van Halen, yeah, like the classic you stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think Eddie Trunk said that the 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 first six Van Halen albums have a classic sound to them, just like the way the Led Zeppelin albums have mm-hmm. a classic sound to them. And I, I agree, especially the, yeah. especially the first four. Yeah, but we're gonna we're gonna start uh, we're gonna start with Van Halen. Um, uh, the debut, it sold well over 10 million copies. Yep. Amazing. It has, a, has a diamond award and uh, released in 1978. Rob, what's the first track that you want to hear off of uh, off of Van Halen? You really got me. Great song by the Kinks and a great song by Van Halen. Oh! 
Okay, there's nothing bad happening on that song. No. There's no, I mean, first it's a great song. It was always a great song. It was so ballsy that you would even say, we're going to cover this song. Well, that's what's amazing. That's why, you know, look, you could go with Running With The Devil, which opens the album, yes. which also says you're going to hear something completely different. Yep. But this has all what would become sort of the tenets of that classic Van Halen, yeah. which is they would take, you know, d this was Dave's thing, was, was take covers, yeah. make them your own. Mm -hmm. And they like, do. Phenomenal. Everybody shines on, on this. You know, every, every single one. Yep. I mean, all of them. You know, Eddie, I mean, that guitar open is just, you know, in, insane. I mean, I'm, right there. You never heard right anything like this. You've never heard anything well, this like is this. coming out of eruption. I mean, it's amazing. Just yeah. the roller coaster of this. And the, the harmonies. The harmonies. I mean, everything about it is great. And I, I saw the Kinks in 1993 or four. And before they sang this, Ray Davies said, this next one is, it was a really big hit for Van Halen. <laughs> and, then, and then they played, obviously. No, I mean... But it, it's... It's true. The other thing about this song, too, was um, it was... And, and Van Halen songs have been used pretty effectively in a lot of movies. But mm -hmm. there was a movie... If you had HBO in the 80s, there was a movie called Over the Edge that played all the time. Yeah, yeah, with Matt Dillon. About affected teams with, with, uh, with, with Matt Dillon. Yeah. And this played it, and it was such an effective use of... I mean, it, it was... Absolutely, the perfect marriage of a song and how this mm. song, when you're of a certain age, just makes you, you know. That soundtrack was mostly uh, Van Halen and Cheap Trick songs. Yes, that's exactly right. And mm -hmm. uh, and uh, yeah, they just hung out at a youth center, and it was they just, hung at the youth center, and that was sort of it was like in the middle of it looked like it was like in the middle of Arizona. It looked so depressing. Yeah, it was you know it was one of those planned communities, yeah. and it was just fascinating. It was like, but but this is. This is the type of music when you're young, it just makes you feel, you know, you, yeah. you sort of, you just want to go crazy. It's just, <laughs> just fantastic. Crazy in a good way. Crazy in a good way, you know? It just, you just, you feel so alive, right. you got no worries, and it was just, it's just great. But but it really, I mean, this, this was the this was the one that sort of, to me, announced, you know, that this, this was a band yep. that was unlike anything. This was pop, it was rock, it was metal, it was everything. Uh, th this might be the best cover of all time. I mean, that's an interesting, if just I mean, think one it. of the bad, not that, okay. One of the bad, I mean, because they made it, so, it's when you hear it, sometimes you forget that it's well, not their song. You're right. Yeah. You, you would not think it's, a, but, but it's those, I mean, these, these are harmonies that you'd hear, you know, with the Everly brothers yeah. or a girl group mm -hmm. or one of these things. And the fact that this was, I mean, this is what completely separated them. From, from and, the, else. and the fact that Dave's a, Dave's a, a baritone, mm -hmm. which a rock singer usually isn't. Yes, so that's mm -hmm. different too. So you have Absolutely. that juxtaposed with the high harmonies. It's it's crazy. No, it is. It is. You know, you really see. This is one of the ones that just completely mm -hmm. uh, just encapsulated how this was lightning in a bottle with mm -hmm. these. I mean, really, it's Eddie and Dave and. Um, you know, it's it's funny. I'm reading this book about uh, CAA, the agency, how it came it came together. And there's these two guys that were sort of the main partners. And okay. One was you know sort of the guy who handled all the talent. The other guy was the one who did the business. And they sort of said, look, this agency would not have become what it became without either either one of them. It would not be. It was Mike Ovitz and Ron Meyer. And mm -hmm. said, look, CAA wouldn't have succeeded without Mike Ovitz, and it wouldn't have succeeded without Ron Meyer. They needed each other, and that is Eddie and Dave. Yeah. I mean, Eddie never would have you know he would have been an incredibly talented musician that right. either scored stuff or he had a lot of you know underground stuff or he, he was the, the greatest session session musician nobody ever heard yeah, of right and dave needed i mean it's just it's amazing how these two 
you know, really needed each other to go to that next level because this was this is something so unique. Yeah. The chemistry here is and just they, incredible. And, and you know, because um, there's tons of great guitarists, but they're not in the mainstream and they're not in your DNA. No. I mean, I don't know. You know, you say Ingve Malmsteen. Mm-hmm. I go, yeah, he's a great right. guitarist, but I don't know any Ingve Malmsteen no, songs that that's jump exactly in my right. head. But you also needed somebody, and when we get in, you know, we can talk later about when we talk about Dave's solo work. Mm-hmm. I mean, what also was great was that you see, and you'll see a push and a pull as we go through the other, uh, all, all six of the albums yeah. here. I mean, there was also, an, this was a partnership, as opposed to, the, mm-hmm. the you know, the biggest problem with the Edom and Smile band was that it's Dave's Vi band. was incredibly talented, yeah. but he was... You know, I mean, this was Dave's band. Yeah, that's they're exactly hired guns. right. They're hired guns. And that's, the, that, that's really the difference. So, you know, so many things had to go right here. Yeah. And, and they just did, and it's a beautiful thing. And they, they keep going right mm-hmm. with my first song, which is Ain't Talking About Love. Mm. Like, listen to that guitar. I've never, I never heard guitar no. like that. No. I still haven't. You haven't heard guitar like that, but then Dave comes on and yeah. pulls it back from being too heavy and too niche. And the drums, too. <laughs> yes. You hear the you hear Mike's you can actually bass hear too. the bass. All the songs that we're playing today the, of the classic Six Band Halo albums, these are all from the 2015 remasters. Nice. So maybe that's why we can hear Mike's b- bass in there a little bit more than a little normal. bit more. Yeah, but but you you know you know I think that's also just Eddie being such a musical professor mm-hmm. and a real musician. Yeah. That I think that that he really you know made sure that everything was heard. I mean, it was the the, the both of them, Eddie and Alex, were trained as classical pianists, so. I think, you know, the beauty of that is that they really know great musicianship. And it's not about, yeah, this is this is for me to, uh, you know, just just play my guitar right. and you're going to hear that. And this was really, this was really um, the uh, Ted Templeman, the producer. No, the, I was just going to say the thank use you of, for mentioning The use Ted, of yeah. stereo on this, because mm-hmm. I remember like in one channel, it would be like uh, bass and guitar, and mm-hmm. or, I'm sorry, drums and guitar, and another one would be vocals and bass. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was really split. Like That's if, right. If we actually switched the channels, you would hear... Mm-hmm. You, That's right. You wouldn't hear some mm-hmm. stuff. So no, you need absolutely. it all together. Um, also fascinating, these Van Halen albums are, are so short. Like, this is 35 no. minutes. In and out, yeah. What Dave yeah. has said, you know, many times, I mean, again, this is after the fact, so, mm-hmm. but, but I, I think it's probably true, Yeah, is... They, you know, they went in with that mindset of, you know, no fat, just go in 35 minutes. And I have to say, you listen to them and they're all front to back. They're all great. You can listen to them all the way through. Well, yeah, just because a CD holds 77, 80 right. minutes of material doesn't mean you have to fill it up with well, filler and garbage. Here's Meat, one of meatloaf. my... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's well, funny, this is a completely different... This isn't exactly the same thing, but, but one of my other, not even theories or whatever... If Guns N' Roses had just taken the best tracks of Use Your Illusion 1 mm-hmm. and 2, you would have had between Appetite for Destruction and Use Your Illusion, you know, two of the great, probably yeah. the greatest two, as great as Van Halen 1 and 2 are, yeah, yeah. you would have had the greatest back-to-back rock albums ever. 
And it yeah, never would have been touched. I do love both of those Illusion albums, but I know what you They're mean. They're great, if but I think if you just, just if you pared it down yep. to the bit, look, I love them too. You don't need two versions of Don't Cry. Well, no, that's a little ridiculous. I'm sorry. And you don't need um, Welcome to My World. That, no, you don't need Welcome to My World. <laughs> you don't need Right Next Door to Hell. You but, don't need to. What they're, can, they're um, fine albums. You Should Be Mine is a killer. Oh, oh God. I that, mean, that a is killer. a. A that you you know you talk about everybody coming in that that drum yeah, intro the drum and the and bass everything the bass <sighs> the lyrics are just fantastic oh no 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 that is a great that is a great crazy song, song. yeah um, what was the last concert you saw uh, believe it or not I was at the forum last night for the what it was called the Rock and Roll Hall three for all uh, I almost went last Cheap night Trick, Cheap Trick Joan Jett and Hart yep. and man was that a kick ass concert yeah, that's got to be all th- oh. It was. And I'd never seen, I'd seen Cheap Trick and Hard a few times, mm-hmm. but I'd never seen Joan Jett. I saw Joan uh, a couple years ago at the House of Blues, but I had never, she was on my bucket list of people I had never seen. Like, the, the, me too. Yeah. Me too. It was great. But I will, I mean, I got to say, I don't know what Ann Wilson does. I know. But that, I, I've never heard a voice. I know. That really, really, you know, that, that she has, she's worked. I mean, that, that, yeah. that, 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 those songs are not easy. Those are no. both songs. Yeah, those are and all belting they're like, songs. They're, look, it's funny. They're, they're, it's like meatloaf. Yeah. Jim Steinman needs to be working with Hart. And, yeah, she needs to. Like, like, again, she could kill these songs. Those meatloaf songs we just heard, if Ann Wilson sang them, maybe they're good songs, but just mm-hmm. this singing like yes, this exactly. is not good. No. And, and Nancy Wilson mm. playing that guitar. You, you got to see it's a couple incredible. chicks play guitar last night that well, were great. Well, I'll tell you what, they were great, but I'll tell you what. Um, so the last time I'd seen Hart, they mm-hmm. were doing... Uh, I don't know if it was a lot of Who songs, but they did Love Rain Over Me, which is great. Yeah. This time they were doing Zeppelin songs, mm-hmm. and they did their encores were Immigrant Song and Stairway to Heaven. That's pretty and great. D- but both of them, both Anne and Nancy, you know, between the guitar and the vocals, God, it was it was awesome. Sold out. Sold out. Yeah, absolutely. How? Do, yeah, come on. I mean, not three bands like that. Three bands like that. And by the way, too, how great is the forum now? The now new it's forum gorgeous. with everything. Yeah, it's it great. is gorgeous. It is the greatest place to see a yeah. concert. I uh, I do miss the Universal Amphitheater though. I'm so I miss bummed. the Universal Amphitheater, man. I I saw some. Great I saw so many there, shows, including yeah. Dave and Sammy. I know. Oh, it was great. All right, you're uh, you're you have what's your second pick off Van Halen one? My second pick is Feel Your Love Tonight. Great song. That it is so you know so so from there I mean this again one of the one of the great ten and the funny thing is I was sort of struggling with which one of those songs from those those middle three between um, Jamie's crying yeah. I'm the one where they go into that middle you know the yeah and then feel you know because you go to you know you you you'll go from 
one of the greatest guitar solos you've ever heard, and it just takes you on, you know, this amazing roller coaster ride, and then you go into these harmonies, and it's great. I mean, you listen to that, you've heard a kick-ass guitar solo, and then you have Dave sing it yeah. solo, it's, and then uh, Mike joins him, it, and then it's three, it, and then it's four, and then you end on that that end. It's it's yeah. they're all singing that song a cappella, and it's just. I, I mean that that song has everything. Yeah, this uh, it's very hard to just pick one off of this it, album. It's no, no, no. It's it, so it is. I, I could talk about every every track on that album. We're gonna. Well, we would love that. Would be a great show. But we're gonna. <laughs> yes, we'll do. That I'm not next. even. I'm not even gonna play my my Six second. Percentage. My second was one it? was it was I'm the one. Okay, so that yeah. Yes. I mean, it was this. It's this. To me, it's interesting. I mean, you've got you know running with the devil mm-hmm. eruption. And uh, you really got me. Or sort of those three songs, I sort of bunched together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you get to that that middle part. Yeah, the middle part is those amazing. Three, Jamie's crying and feel your love, and I'm the one. And ain't talking about love. And, and ain't talking about yeah. love. And then and then at the end, you get a totally different thing with Atomic Punk and um, Little Dream, Fire, Little Dreamer, Dreamer, and Ice Cream Man. I mean, it's just, I mean, oh god, it's amazing. We're moving on to. Uh, do you have a favorite Van Halen album? You know, it's interesting. It, it always changes mm-hmm. because it's it's sort of I'll, I'll get obsessed with with one, and then I'll get. I mean, it's funny. I'll tell you, growing growing up, I had a least favorite, believe it or not, well, and it was Fair Warning. Wow, because Fair Warning was the one that was the most. And then Fair Warning. As I got least. older, it was like, oh wow, did I miss the boat on this? There, th- this was real musicianship on yeah. this album. This was not, you know, party anthems. This was not beautiful girls. This was not, you know. And then you realize, and then you get an appreciation where it's like, oh, this this might be the best Van Halen we're gonna album. T- we're going to talk about that one. We're almost, this, currently this one, Van Halen 2 is currently my favorite Van Halen album. Because Van Halen 1 is, is more overplayed mm-hmm. than Van Halen 2. Might be one of the reasons that I lean towards Van Halen 2. No, I get that. But here's, uh, let's start with uh, Out of Love Again. Mm. Ooh, woman out, woman out, silly games you play. Feeling with your trouble stroke me away. That's the note Dave can't hit anymore, but man, that's so great. He can't. Well, what's your first song on uh, Van Halen 2 that we're going to My hear? first one is Dance the Night Away. And it's just, a, it's one of my favorite. Well, this this, to is, me this is, is one of my favorite This is Van, Van Halen, Halen getting, uh, get, they got in the studio, they said, you know what, we're going to do a top 40 song. It's going to be our own song. It's not a cover. And it's just, God, it's so good. Let's hear it. I love, I just love the cow, I love the cow. Oh, Simple. it's just, and again, everybody here comes Eddie. Here comes Alex back. Here comes Mike. And now here comes Dave. Have you seen a song about a pretty movie with a style and ease? And I feel from across the room. Yes, it's love in the third degree. Ooh, baby, baby. Won't you? 
this this album's only 31 minutes long. It's amazing. And, and every not one wasted minute. Not one wasted I mean, minute. There, I agree. You know, I mean, it's incredible. The other thing about this song that's great, too, is you've seen in the last few years movies that sort of take place in the 70s. This is the song that's used to sort of encapsulate yeah. that time. It was used so great in Argo when they have that that big party and then in Anchorman 2 as well. I mean, that's, <laughs> you know, because you immediately you yeah. hear this song and it's just, it, it, you know exactly where you are. You know, I mean, it's just, uh, it's so fantastic. It's funny too, when we listen to that, like you said, uh, this guy comes in and this guy comes in. It's almost, it's almost seems like it's simplistic, mm-hmm. but it, then you no. put it all together and it's mm-hmm. like, it's like, what the is going no, on? I mean, this was, and I've got to say, I think that's Eddie and Alex. These are, this, this is musical geniuses. Mm-hmm. I mean, these, this is our version of Beethoven or Mozart or whoever. That's those guys. Yeah. And they grew, they grew up together. So they were living and breathing this mm-hmm. together 24 seven. No, they did. Exactly. And they, they lived in this. So, and I don't know if um, anyone's read the book Van Halen Rising, but uh I don't know. Have you read it, Pat? I've not read Van Halen Rising. Do you know, do you know about this book? I do you, know about this book. You need to read this book. It is, you know, a phenomenal read. It, it is so good. And, and, and clearly, you know, you just, you read about these two guys and they grew up and thank God they loved each other and mm-hmm. they loved music so much yeah. because they lived in, in this tiny bedroom and they sat there and all they did was practice this music. <laughs> and it was, it was amazing. It's a fascinating read and, well, and just, kid, kids, just a fun ride. Hard work pays off. Hard work pays off. Uh, yeah, and yeah, there, there's not one wasted moment on this. Uh, I just find this to be such a listenable album from start mm-hmm. to finish. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't um, even with Van Halen one, I might there might be a song I, I skip. I don't know what it is, but with this one, I really I do not. So, what's your first one? What do we got, Rob? Well, we did dance on it. It was my first one. You want my yeah. second one? It would be your. Turn. Oh, I did. Oh, yes. I yes. forgot. I thought I picked dance. No, I did out of love again. Okay. <laughs> So, because you could pick any one of these songs, you really could. So, I'm gonna pick somebody, get me a doctor. This is um, this is uh, bands like this are. This is my favorite configuration of a band where it's just four guys: mm-hmm. guitar, drums, bass, Queen, U two, mm-hmm. Cheap Trick, that's Van right. Halen. That's what I like, and I also like that Van Halen. They don't when they tour. They've never augmented. They've never had background no. vocalists no. and a keyboard player and a and a horns or any. They've no. none of that. It's just no. here we come. It's that's just. Right. The four of us. Absolutely. And that's what I like. I mean, I understand the Stones. They flesh it out with some background singers and some horn. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I okay, I get it. But the Stones weren't, you know, I mean, the Stones, there's, there's been mm. like eight different Stones. Yeah, by yeah, the yeah. Way. You know, I mean, right. it's, it's Mick and Keith and there's a, but this is, you know, again, at the end of the day, the heart of this band is is a, a band that played backyard parties in yeah, Pasadena. Yeah. And, and, you know, they they've, 
you know, sub- substitute a lead singer or two every now and then. Yeah. But it, at, the, at the end of the day, it's still a just a party band. Yeah, I mean, when I saw you 2 at the Forum, and it's just the four of those guys, mm-hmm. and, you know, when four guys make a racket like that, yeah. it's just... It no, makes absolutely. you feel. It makes you feel so good. It does. It's no, so it's, great. it's great because anybody can do it. But this song too, I love that song off Van Halen too. To me, again, like I said, they got in the studio so quickly. I mean, this yeah. is, you know, you could say. I mean, just everything about the, you know, the words, everything about this song. This is, you know, again, this is what it's yeah. like to be young, careless, carefree. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just. Uh, they were, I mean, sadly, this is, if you, if you read The Dirt, The Motley Crue book. I did. They talk about when, uh, you know, Razzle Dingley, you know, Vince Neil killed Razzle yes. Dingley. Yes, yeah. But he talks about it right before that. They were Razzle from, from, he was the drummer Hanoi from Rocks. Hanoi Rocks. Yes. Yeah. And they were partying in Manhattan Beach and just celebrating all the success. And it's sort of, you know, they, I mean, that, that ended tragically. But, yeah. but it is, you know, again, this is just that, it's just, it, it, you know, just, just, just fun it is sex, and drugs, and rock and roll. That's a good thing. The music is fun. It is like it wasn't like uh, you didn't like when your mom came in the room. You didn't mm-hmm. turn Van Halen down because it didn't sound like it was no dangerous. Like like ma- no, like Black wasn't, Sabbath. It wasn't or, go. Wasn't that Ozzy? You know when people yeah. say, "Oh my God, this is you know this is about your suicide." Right. And exactly. Else. This is this is literally just you know as Dave says, he said this is why it lasts every summer because this is. What it feels like in summer, you yeah. know, he talks about it's it's at the the drive through at the Burger King yeah. or it's at the beach or whatever. Yep. It is. You roll down the windows, you roll and, down and you the drive. windows and you blast it, yep. and it's just you know it's what life's all about. And no one said, I mean, at least I don't hear people that say, no one says Van Halen sucks. No, no one says that. Well, because you know, like I said, it's they might not, not like different eras, but no one says those guys suck. No, because. Um, you know, the difference between them and say, because there are a lot of people who said, oh, you know, Dave was just doing uh, Jim Dandy Mangrum from uh, Black Oak, Arkansas. Okay, everyone's doing someone. But you someone. can say that. You know, yeah. you could say he was doing that and you could say, you know, because you can say mm-hmm. Black Oak, Arkansas was a joke or whatever. Yeah. Right? But like I said, you've got great musicians yeah. at the helm here. And that's Dave too, by the way, yeah. too, who really thought about this stuff and, and knew about being an entertainer. But these are guys that, that worked at this. And this is and, not, you know, so you, you can't say... This is disposable. Right. No. It's, it's jokey. It's not. No, this is real music. Yeah, because then after Eddie came along, then Ed, no one played like Eddie, but then everyone started That's trying, right. trying, trying to, to play no, like Eddie. Nobody, nobody ever could. No. It's, I mean, I don't think anyone put the work into it. Again, if you read in this book, which I didn't realize, it was fascinating, you know, this uh, Van Halen Rising, mm-hmm. again, fantastic read. Um, and you hear about Eddie in high school, and they said, you know, look, this is the time everyone's partying, they're smoking pot, they're drinking, and these guys are playing every big party in Pasadena. It's a bit, and they said, you know, we tell Eddie, yeah, you know, come on, come on over, we're gonna go party. My my parents aren't home, and Eddie would say, nah, I gotta practice. I gotta practice. And he would go, and he was a shy guy, shy kid, and everything. But he'd go and he'd sit and he'd practice and he'd practice. I mean, this guy was just obsessed by by music well let's hear let's go uh, to my second song let's go to your second song Every 
on this song tonight. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, um, yeah, the guy who wrote, uh, the guy who wrote uh, Van Halen Rising, his name is uh, Greg Renoff. Greg Renoff, yes. Greg Renoff. And I, I tried to get him on the show when the book came out, but he doesn't live in, he lives in, uh, I think he lives in Oklahoma. Yeah, I, but, think, um, I think that's right. But yeah, uh, yeah Amazon, you Big can pick up too. that book. Uh, yeah, please pick off the book. 13 bucks. Book, yeah. Great, for great your kid, book. Four ninety nine for your Kindle. I mean, it, come on. How do you? Come on. That's a cup of coffee. Come on. That, exactly. That's right. It's not even a cup of coffee. No. Get it's that a book. Parking meter. Come on. But uh, you know, so 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 this, you know, again, I, this song to me, you've got a, you've got an album that you start with sort of a, with a, I don't know if you're not a good originator with Linda Ronstadt, but I always associate that with her. But you you got a Linda Ronstadt cover. You're no good. You got yeah. you know Dance the Night Away, which is fun. Mm-hmm. Somebody get me the a doctor. It's a party, sort of a party anthem. Yep. I love Spanish Fly. That's one of my Spanish favorite Fly, favorite song. instrumentals. I mean, it's not you know, obviously it's not what Eruption is, mm-hmm. but but I just love the acoustic. But you got you know, Light Up the Sky is just a kick ass. Mm-hmm. You know that that is a hard rock song. You know anybody could have done that. Yeah, that song. I mean, any any hard rock band of that day, Sabbath could have done that song. Yep. Anybody, you know, and it's just that that is the that's the amazing thing that 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 this you know they just. They, they go everywhere yeah. and it's just great and it's um, it's funny too so there were so many times you know like I said I get into Van Halen 84 they break up in 85 so I see the various versions of I've seen Dave live and I've seen Van Hagar live and then there was a band called the Atomic Punks that that play out here. I've seen them, and they're great. And this this was how you got to really see. There was a guy named Ralph Sands at yeah. the time who was. Is he in Steel Panther now? He's in Steel Panther. Yeah. But yeah, that's if you had never seen Classic Van Halen, Van Halen you go you would go see Atomic. This was as close as you'd see. And you would and there was you know you would always think why doesn't Eddie just get this guy? To see? It was that's exactly right. Yeah. And but they played Light Up the Sky live and. All of a sudden, you were at, you know, because they'd play yeah. it like the Roxy, or mm-hmm. they played, and you're at one of those, you know, um, you're you're at like Gazaris or one of those great places, those those classic places yeah. that Van Halen played. You know, just the the place smelled of small, beer yeah. and cigarettes. And he would and do just, the he would do he sounded like Dave when he would talk too. He would do yes. like some stage. Pattern. No, he knew. I mean, clearly, this was a guy who really worked at it. Yeah, and and loved doing it. And it, it was great, but but it just I, I have such an appreciation for that song. So now we're moving into uh, women and children first, mm-hmm. uh, and a new era of Van Halen. Really, like I said, I mean, yeah, this Van is Van Halen a, one and two is is that band. This is the yeah. band that got the Gene Simmons demo right. and everything. Like this if is, someone told you, oh, Van Halen one and two were both recorded at the same time and then just released separately, you would believe believe it a hundred percent. But yeah, this is this uh, is the successful Van Halen now. I mean, this is the one. If you remember, yeah. the record had. Um, I think it was Helmut Newton. Helmut Newton, Newton did that. Who did that picture of Dave chained the, to the, the, the fence? Yes. Mm-hmm. And how did he get that in there? Because it's not a band poster. No, I don't know what. Well, I, there, I think there, there's some again, shenanigans going on there. This is interesting. You see some back and forth in these last four albums mm-hmm. that you know you can see. This is this is a little more of a, a Dave album. I would I would argue. Mm-hmm. And it's um, I still don't know how I feel about. I mean, I like Women and Children first, but it's not always it's not always my go to. I don't, because it's I don't think one, this, yeah. the mm-hmm. songs aren't, um, the songs are heavy. Are they heavier? I don't know. I don't know how to explain this album. 
it, it's it's tough. It's one of those ones. It, it's funny. You sort of forget about it as you, you it's do funny, forget about as it. You were saying to me, you know, go through and go through the six albums, and I, you know, my mind would jump to stuff that's on one and two yeah, and, and fair like, warning and. And I was like, oh, I always forget about women and children. I always first. used to forget about it too. You know? So but it has two killers. But it is not a forgettable album. No. But you forget about it in the canon of yeah, this first six album. So what um let me I'll start it off. Yeah, start it off. Uh, I'm gonna start it off with something that's uh, that's fascinating. What are you totally, gonna start off with? This is totally this is could this be magic? That's I'm so glad you did that because I, I was I was gonna do that one too. And this has Nicolette Larson uh sings background mm-hmm. vocals on this. Out upon the islands on a cool summer night But you don't got to hurry to your time What you need is on the menu and you get it tonight But you got women's on your mind Could this be magic or could this be love? Tragic, you know that magic often does. And I see lonely. It's just so it's it's but that's so different. So this is the problem. It's like here we are talking about eh, it's the forgettable yeah. album whatever. But we love and that then song. You, could this be magic? Yeah. And it's like this is different than what they had done before. Mm-hmm. And only Van Halen could get away with something that's just you know completely. Different. It's yeah. it's still rock and roll. It's not you know Pete Seeger or anything like that. But it is. It's it's acoustic. It's. I mean, it, it's just that that's the thing. Even when it's forgettable, Van Halen, it's memorable. Van. Halen. Yeah, I'm excited to hear what um what your first song is. My first song is uh, Everybody Wants Some. Of course, it's great. Of course, it, it's a great song. I like the way the line runs up the back of this. This song is not forgettable. This is one that everyone knows. I've always liked those kind of high heels, too. Absolutely not. No, 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 no. Don't take them off. Don't take them off. Yeah, that's it. A little more to the right. It's, uh, you know, I think that I think the songs on this album are not as um, uh, top forty or poppy as the first two albums. No, no, I, I, I would agree with that. Maybe that's what it, that's the difference. And it I might think. be that, but um, that you know, and I love that part of the song where again, Dave does something nobody else does. Mm-hmm. He goes in the middle of this song, which, by the way, again, could have been if Eddie was paired with anybody else, it would have just been, look, I'm going to play a two minute solo, and right. I mean, here's the thing. I think. You've probably seen the the worst of what Eddie could do when you listen to Van Halen 3, where, again, he is the same way we talk about the Edmund Smile band. Yeah. Van Halen 3 is Eddie's band. Yeah. So much so that he sings on that... Um, how many say it, I? How many say I? How many say I? <laughs> Meatloaf sings better than Eddie. That's right. <laughs> That's the best thing we can say about Meatloaf. He sings better than Eddie on how many say I. But... Um, 
you know, again, it takes, and this is a song that, as great of a song that it is, it, it's got a lot of, it's got the opening, you know, drum from Alex, which is fantastic, but, you know, you got to have patience there. Yeah. It takes a while. And then Eddie's thing, you know, goes, goes a long time. And Dave really, that song, you know, could have been a little tedious if Dave didn't rescue mm-hmm. it with, you know, with that. And he knew how to do this stuff. And I think it's also Ted who Temp- knew yeah, how Ted to, Templeman. you know, you hear him, uh, in, uh, Unchained off Farewell, you know, when he says, you know, give me a break, yeah. you know, it's just, it, it, it's, oh, it, it's so, it's just so great. Uh, well, my next one, my second one off Women and Children First, I went, uh, I went with Romeo Delight. Mm. songs have more of a live feel kind of well, too it, you took the words right out of my mouth i was gonna say you Sorry. can say these songs may not be top 40 but god damn did these play did these songs play live yeah i mean they, you look at some of those uh the oakland uh coliseum mm-hmm. to, i mean those are uh stuff from fair warning but yeah this not only was it, this band was absolutely fantastic live but these songs were meant to be played live yeah this uh yeah this album's it's it's heavier it's mm-hmm. i guess i guess the takeaway uh currently in in this part of the show would be uh grab women and children first and uh, take it in the car tomorrow and listen to it because that's the one you're probably forgetting about maybe. that's exactly right and uh do you have another you have another one my 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 next one is in a simple rhyme the mountain sing birds against an icy sky and I heard bells ringing I think I heard an angel sigh and she said kicks in because so it, it up till that point it, it's a very non van halen sounding song and then boom no. but what i love about in that that part we just heard too is that you know for people complain oh do you know dave's not a stronger singer and you know oh when they got sammy they got somebody to actually sing but you listen to him and you know he well, I think really dave, sings his heart out i think there. dave was always good on, on the records he was very good on the records and also he really because because he wrote the, these lyrics mm-hmm. and and really was a poet in on on some of these songs and this one included and he really you know th- th- there's real heart there when he sings and then you hear you know michael you mm-hmm. know he said you could hear the angel sing yeah and then you've got michael who's an angel who, as, as sings like um, an angel. eddie has described he's got the voice of a piccolo trumpet <laughs> and uh it's just it it's it's 
it's just so great. I do get mad though when Eddie says that uh, Mike isn't a good bass player, and oh, that drives me. Crazy. That drives me crazy because I'm like, then why mm-hmm. didn't you fire him? In 1978, if no, it was no, this is, this is the part where you just say, I, I don't begrudge him anything that, you know, you yeah. watch him play with his son and he truly loves it. Right. And, and I and, think and it's, maybe, it's a maybe great that's, thing. And that's probably keeping him alive. It's the only way, it's keeping him alive. It's the only way we would have ever seen him play, certainly with Dave, but, yeah. but maybe at all. Yeah. And I think that's great, but you can't, you know, that, that drives me, especially when right. Mike is one of those guys who's never... Said a bad any, word, a bad word about any of these people. No, I you like, know? like I, I think even Wolfie would step back and go, you know, Dad, mm-hmm. I think you guys should go out with Mike. Oh, that would be, you know, but, uh, uh, for me, look, Wolf. By the way, they can all play together. Yeah, like you don't talk about the Stones. This bring is bring them all let out. them all, let them all play. Let them you all know? play. Absolutely. Um, that Rock and Roll Hall of Fame debacle made me so angry, though. That. That the only guys that show up are or Sammy, Sammy and Mike. And Mike, come mm-hmm. on, man. I know. I know. No, no, no. That's so disappointing. Another one, you know, number 802 on my list of grievances against the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame yeah. and their induction ceremonies. It's so, but I mean, but, but it was Van ridiculous. Halen and I know it was them up. too. Yeah. But that was the, well, that was that weird faction where, you know, Dave, I think, I, I, I don't know what it was, but it was, yeah, it was ridiculous. They could have showed, they didn't have to play. I mean, Kiss didn't play. They didn't want to play together. So you, they could have no, shown up. No, that's exactly right. And taking yeah. their award. Something. I know. But uh, now, fair warning. This is the first. This is the first time I saw Van Halen on tour. Oh. I saw them at the Pittsburgh Civic Arena, summer of probably '81. I don't know when this. Out. Let me find I don't out. Think when you this. ever needed to see any other version of Van Halen? Then, and if you saw this tour, you I did, saw. Yeah, and I was on the floor. Uh, yeah, this came out in April, so yeah, I probably saw him June or July in Pittsburgh. And um, you know, a lot of people. Uh, some you know, sometimes people say Dave was never a good singer, and I'm like, I saw him. No, the fair warning you can tour, look, and, and you see a, those videos. You see that are those out videos. There. Those aren't touched. No, no, no. This guy, no, especially yeah. And now the, the, the things you could do now. Yeah, I mean, you couldn't do those things then. But um, this is not my favorite Van Halen album cover for sure. It's like, but it gets do lost. Do we know who did that cover? Um, it is, it is a piece of this bigger painting called The Maze by William uh, Kirillek from Canada. This has got to be Dave picking this cover. No, I don't think it's Dave. To me, you, this is a, think it is? like I said, this is a very back and forth. I think women and children first, you know, we, we got the, the you know, the, uh, the, the Helmut Newman, Newman poster, Newton, yeah. Newton poster, and we've got, this is, I think, Eddie saying, I'm ta- you know, I want to do a, a real, no, I think Eddie had a lot of say on this. Do you like okay. this album cover? No, I hate it. It doesn't. It doesn't jump off. It, ju- it doesn't jump out I of the I do have in my office. It's funny. I have all six Van Halen LPs framed in my office. Oh, cool! I love. I love. One... Uh, I love LPs as artwork. It's, oh, it's they're, they're great. They're fantastic. So this is the but this is one... the whole painting, and then that's the part that's the album cover. Wow! Like right in here. Cool. Let me see it. I like it as a whole. That's pretty neat. I think as a whole, but it does not feel Van Halen. It doesn't feel Van Halen. You no, know? and it's and, and because. You know, they have such an iconic logo, mm-hmm. that VH. That's right. You need to put that everywhere. No, they, they, there's a million things you could have done yeah, with, with, with fair that. Warning. And it was not this. No. But, uh, yeah, this was, a, this was a phenomenal tour. And uh, I know you said earlier that this was not your favorite album, but this, for the longest time, was my favorite Van Halen album. So I, you, upon its release? And, upon and its release, yeah. I was really, just like, what the... Mm-hmm. I mean... You know, what's, it mm-hmm. kicks off with uh, 
with uh, well that's yeah did you, did you have the, the same one i had mean streets i didn't know then play it let's the, okay, yeah, play, uh, play rob's song mm-hmm. this kicks off the album yeah and it is phenomenal just this little that hammering Again, on that first of all that's amazing but something we had not heard before this no. is telling you this is the van halen you're not gonna hear right How does he do that? It's crazy. And then... good it's i mean a, it's but this so again phenomenal. goes to that point not only is it phenomenal mm-hmm. and and everything eddie does in that song is great but he needed dave you yeah. listen to those words i'm sorry sammy could never have written words like that to that to that music. yeah and i mean I, the reason sammy doesn't didn't sing those dave songs wasn't because he couldn't sing them he just didn't feel them no he didn't, he didn't feel those there lyrics. was only one person who ever felt them and that was yeah. david lee roth because Sa- sammy said when they were on the tour bus they would always play van halen mm-hmm they yeah. love Van Halen. Oh no, it's it's great. These yeah. songs are great, but but this is it is so, you know, uh, uh, there is only one person, and that's Dave that that could have written that, that could sing those with yeah. that with that feeling. You know, you right. hear that. Yeah, even a you know even a silly song that's a great song like Jump, Sammy would sing that, but it's not Sammy. It's not a Sammy song. No, no, no. It's it's not they, a Sammy song. I know song. it's the biggest song, you so they heard, have to play it. But, but you hear the way Sammy sings it, and yeah. Sammy's singing it. It's like karaoke. Yes. You hear the and way he Dave knows sings it. it, and Dave means those words. He means He's those words. He's been those. He's lived those yeah. words. I mean, it's like what you're talking about, Tattoo, where yeah, no one can, can say Tattoo. The imagery of, of that, I mean, the guy is a genius. Yeah. I mean, a disturbed genius, <laughs> but a genius nonetheless. Uh, I went with uh, So This Is Love. Mm. This is one of the videos from uh, the, that the Oakland show, isn't it? This is one of the ones. Yeah. I think it's So This Is Love. It's... Uh, Hear about it later. Hear about it later and unchained. Yeah. Check me out on the good side here. When my baby's on the corner and she's looking so fine. Put one and one together and it blow my mind. A man needs love to live. I'm the living proof. Catch that smile and I have the groove. We double take much keep on walking. And this is, um, yeah, I, I think this is the album that uh, that they were that they were in the studio the longest for mm-hmm. up until that point. That's right. I think the other three albums maybe 
maybe just two, three weeks they were in right, there. Right, absolutely. But yeah, they I think they were in there for a long time doing this. And it, mm-hmm. and it, it you can tell it's it sounds more intricate. No, there's a lot of musical influence on yeah. it. It's funny, you know, a song like this sounds like if you took all the uh the metal out of it, the guitars, it sounds like something that their dad, Jan, would have played in one of his jazz bands. Right. You know, and it's just it, it it's a no, I mean, and that's why I, I consider this an Eddie album. I mean, I've got mm. Eddie albums, I got Dave albums. That you know, they, they're both. I like that you have really, this theory. I like mm. this. No, I, and I think this is Eddie saying, mm-hmm. you know, all right, now I'm going to make a real. This is going to be real music here, and this is going to be the stuff I'm influenced. And Dave, though, again, was able to to take the ball and run yeah. with it and write these these lyrics and and write these songs. But uh, this is you're right. I mean, there, there's some real thought coming in here. What's your next? Uh, what's your next? The next song is. What do you got, Kyle? Uh, this said it was recorded from early March to early April, nineteen eighty-one. So like about a month. <laughs> okay, well, there you go. I thought it was. I thought they were in the studio a longer time. Yeah, yeah but I will be, tell that you, that maybe that was a long time for d- them. Divide thirty-one day or d- multiply thirty-one days times twenty-four hours, and I guarantee that's Eddie. You know. Yeah. I mean, this is this is it. This is all mm-hmm. he does. So that 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 is and again, a long time. This this is the this is this is when we were album tour album tour seventy eight mm-hmm. seventy nine eighty eighty one eighty two. So it's just uh, they were nonstop. Yeah, it's amazing. So what's your second? All right, song? We got dirty movies. It's a great song. So it's funny. So this is mostly, uh, you know, guitar that we played right here. Because yeah. to me, what struck me about this song, first, like you said, great song. And I was thrilled when they played it on this last tour. Yeah. Because it was such a good... That, you know, that was Wolfie who wanted atomic, to play that, right? Yes, it was. I think so Wolfie he really was wanted to go to the back catalog. And, and yeah. he, that's why you heard things like Women in Love. Yeah. You heard these songs you so wouldn't good. normally hear, which is so great. But this is one even the Atomic Punks wouldn't play. I mean, I, I remember I would yell it out and they didn't play it, but... Such a great song, but to me, what's fantastic, I mean, first of all, you can, you know, you see the time it was recorded. Clearly, those lyrics, Dave was spending a lot of time at the Pussycat Theater or whatever. This is when, you know, Deep Throat and all these things yeah. were shown, so it's great. But what strikes me about that guitar part we just heard is, you know, the way Eddie can, I mean, Eddie literally turns his guitar into a, but you can hear just how raunchy the squeals yeah. are in that song and everything. He turns it into X-rated I mean, it's just this guy could could take anything and and make this guitar sound like like any emotion, good, and, bad, happy, sad, and here's the dirty, thing. sexual. If uh, if it if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So we continue to have Ted Templeman behind the boards mm-hmm. on this. And the thing is, these albums don't sound like a band doing the same thing over and over. They're not. No. They're not. These, these albums sound other than mm-hmm. like we said, Van Halen one and two sound similar. But then they're they're growing and progressing and they're doing different things. No, but it's like things. we said, this is this these you know these are they're not autobiographical, but they are. I mean, you can yeah. clearly hear every stage in their life yeah. that that this is this is where this is, and you see this band, and and you also see you know like I said, you can you can see the times. I mean, this yep. is clearly late seventies, early eighties. This is you know. Mm-hmm. 
and then as we get into the MTV era, it becomes more yeah. of a different, you know, so it's just, I mean, they, they, they go with the times, they go with where they are in their life, mm-hmm. and that's what's amazing. But they're also distinctly Van Halen. Absolutely. That's the miracle of, of these six. So here's um, my my last song. And again, it's not Unchained. It's not... Um, yeah, Unchained was... It's funny. It's not Sinner Swing, this which is, is great. This is... But it's funny. Fair Warning is one of those albums that the only real sort of single people remember is Unchained. Unchained. So it's sort of... That was the one I was like, you can't do that because that's the that's the expected. Yes. One. So I didn't do it either. Mm-hmm. But, but yet, again, this album gets more play than <laughs> Women and Children First ever gets yeah, played for that's, me. That's right. But uh, my next song is I Hear About It Later. What else I love about this song? Um, if anyone out there listening hasn't heard, I'm sure anyone who's listening to this has seen this. Mm-hmm. Pull up the YouTube video of this from those Oakland shows, yeah. and you also see this. This to me was the height of certainly Eddie and Dave just loving playing with each the other. The camaraderie. I mean, there, there's you know, you you see at the very beginning, you know, there's a there's a um, choreography of them sort of jumping eddie jumping in time with his guitar and the yeah. two of them jumping up and back and forth on stage and it's just you see these these two guys really just enjoying playing when does it start to go wrong is that in van halen rising do we know when it starts to go you south? know it's not the van halen rising is really about just how they sort of formed and and that beginning of the top so okay. you don't see that and i don't think it was here, I mean, I think it's, you know, as we get closer to, my, my sense is the crack started in Diver Down, which we'll talk about. But but here was sort of the, the peak of this, and there's a great, it's hard to find now, but Life Magazine did a piece on them from this tour. Mm-hmm. And it just was, this was, you know, in some ways, even though they didn't have their greatest success in terms of sales, you know, the charts no, or no, sales. This album was not. But this to me was, this was, was, was peak Van Halen. Yeah, this is a, this was a big critical success, but not a mm-hmm. big album. And I got, I'm going to be honest. I think a lot of the reason for this album sales is that album cover. Yeah, I think that's absolutely right. I think that right. really hurt, mm-hmm. hurt them. You know what? I think you, it's funny, <laughs> you know, and I don't think I'd ever thought of that teaser, but I think you're absolutely yeah, right. It's, um, it's just not a good mm-hmm. album cover. So then we go to uh, now this man. Diver this is Down, a fascinating. This is album. Yeah, I mean because they released a single, mm-hmm. pretty oh pretty woman. Yes, and then it did, it does so well mm-hmm. that the record company wants mm-hmm. an album, and Eddie and they're tired. I think says Dave. I don't think was tired. Dave, I think was insane. He was ready to go. Dave was ready to go, but Dave also. I think I mean I remember when Eddie really hated Dave, which was the beginning of the the Hagar years. Yeah. It was right around when OU812 came out and ended in an interview, and he said, "You know the difference is, you know, Sammy likes we work and we write songs. Yeah. And you hear when it's love, like like we really work hard. 
Dave had this philosophy that, you know, with a cover song, you're 50% there already. Right. And that was... And he's not wrong. Again, he's not wrong. And this is a guy that, you know, they really sort of got their chops playing covers. I mean, yeah. both, both when, they were, when they were apart and then when they, they were together. And they, like I said, they knew how to make yeah. these, these songs their own. But this uh, this album, there's only mm-hmm. there's three instrumentals. There's only yeah. there's only four original songs mm-hmm. on this. That's right. I don't care for this album cover either. This is this is a bizarre. It's album so cover. it's so lazy. I mean, the what would make this better is if that VH was mm-hmm. there instead of the van. Yeah. I the, mean, I get it. That's this, this album's called Diver Down, and that's the Diver Down flag. I, I get it. But this it's felt so, like Dave had gone on a scuba diving expedition. Yeah. And just had the idea for this. It 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 it, it feels lazy. Like uh, I don't want to call the album lazy, but it it feels it's a like hodgepodge. It's like um, you know the spaghetti incident or GNR mm-hmm. lies for Guns and Roses. You know, yeah. it, it's one yeah. of those ones. I don't even. But I don't want to call it an ancillary album yeah. either because there's some stuff on here that's as good as and, and as lasting as anything Van Halen did. And yeah, there's, 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 again, I you mean, see again, this I love, coinc- uh, I love Oh Pretty Woman. I think, oh, Pretty Woman I think is it's great. fantastic. And this coincided with that Us Festival performance yes. where this, again, this is, this is where this is, this is in some ways peak Van Halen. And, but yeah, the greatest, still riding high. not only was that, that, um, that show great, but that, uh, that poster they did, if you remember, the Memorial Day poster where they're doing the the lifting the flag at, at Iwo Jima. Yes, yes, yes I do remember that I poster. I mean, man, that was a great poster. So uh, I'm going to let you start it out on this uh, on Diver Down. Well, let's, we'll start with Pretty Woman. Okay. It had a great instrumental, too, that it went did. into it called yes. Intruder. Um, they made a video for this. That well, that's what I was going to say. You know, two things about this this song. One is, you know, this was, you know, you really got me. It was one thing. But yeah. this was one where this became a big top 40 hit for yeah, them. Yeah, it did. And then, yes, this was the beginning of the video era, even though this was a video that was deemed too controversial for MTV. Not get played. And it's funny, you look at it now. Even the van, even the video compilation that's mm-hmm. out doesn't have this on no, it. No, it's fascinating. And you, you, you can see the video online. Yeah. And it never made sense to me now. I mean, were people in 1983 that... I mean, I, I don't quite understand what it is, other than Dave appears to be a bit androgynous. Right. And there's, there's a woman who's androgynous. There's some midgets in it. And there's some little, little people. Yeah. Oh, the, I know but, what it uh, is. The woman, they yeah. take her wig off at the end and it's, they take a, her guy, bit and it's a guy. And it's a guy. I or, guess. And, and in I night, don't even know if it's a guy or if it's a... It's supposed to... It looks like a guy. Yeah. But, but, it's, but it is so bizarre to me. But it clearly, as you can see, mm-hmm. Dave loves this new medium. Yes, and he again, loves it. And... The rest of the band. I think Michael is sort of fine with it. Yeah. Alex can take it or leave it. But Eddie, Eddie clearly no hates this. Hates it. And this is this is where 
there's some some cracks in the fault line. Like here. I think I think Dave would have went uh, David Lee Roth would have went the David Bowie route with this new medium. He would have made oh. a, he would have made a video for every single song on Diver Down if well, he was allowed to. Depend, yeah, I mean if, if if we you know get to when you talk about you know Crazy from the Heat how that was going to be yeah. a you know and that to me is it might have been a horrible movie, but it'd been a beautiful mess if the Crazy from the Heat movie yeah, had, yeah, yeah. had come out. Oh my because god! Because this ridiculous. is a guy that that this was made for, and yep. it, it was amazing. And you can see with this that that's the beginning of this. So this is a very, for many reasons, you know, a, a very interesting song in the Van Halen catalog. So I went to. Uh, they went back to their Ray Davies Kingswell. Yes, and this is a pretty. This is this is not a song that people knew. They. That's right. It's kind of a. If you're a Kings fan, you know mm-hmm. it. But Van Halen fans wouldn't have known this song. And this is uh, where have all the good mm-hmm. times gone? And this kicks off the album. solid cover i like that song a lot it's a, so again this is this is you know van halen taking a song and make it their own yeah that's the other difference with pretty woman too where it's basically you know if roy arbison had eddie van halen mm-hmm. that's what that song would have sounded yeah. like this is again it's, it's a good song and, and again ballsy mm-hmm. to take one of roy orbison's biggest hits right mm-hmm. and cover it and cover it but cover it the way you know there really wasn't uh, you know that much, you know, in- mm-hmm. inventiveness there. But you know, this again, you're right. Where where have all the good times gone? Great, great version of that song. Now, what's what's your next song? Because I hope my, it's what I. My okay. next song is a little guitars. This is one of the best Van Halen songs ever. It, so this is this is the other interesting thing about this album. This is like the diamond. You can call of the this, whole album, in my opinion. Yes, you this can call the this song. the covers album. You can call it whatever. This it was all worth it for this for this, this one is, song this is for this one song yes for this one one of the four originals mm-hmm. is amazing that's exactly right. Again, an example of everybody coming in yep. here's Alex. Now here comes Eddie. You're gonna hear Mike banging away. about either no i really don't know what it's about no i don't think dave does either no. but he just it, it's the classic example of dave yeah. taking a bunch of words and somehow making making, <laughs> Make, making sense it of it work all. yeah that's right and not only that but um you know we played the beginning of the song but the end of the song 
where Eddie just just keeps playing that yeah. that that part that outro and it's so good and even better live. Yeah. I mean it's just you know. Did they do this on the last tour? I think they did on the last tour. They did on the first reunion tour, mm-hmm. and then I think they did it there. And they did you know again the US Festival was was right when this yeah. came out. So they're just th- this song had had just come out, and you hear it and and that's where you can see this is a band loving playing this, yeah. this song it's a new song it's a classic song now some of the you know some some of the filler on here for me is dancing in the street is just it's it's funny it's it's filler but but it's good filler it's good filler <laughs> i love this song and i and i toyed with putting that there i i, I really really Eddie's love guitar this song. makes it work. well you can hear and, and dave i think clearly lo- you know well he dave likes that loves he loves that Motown. Music. he yes, loves that yes. era so i think he loves playing tribute but eddie as good as his guitar is there, again, if you can look on a YouTube link when mm-hmm. they played this song live, it really, it, it, it's it, it's It's good great. live. Oh, it's fantastic. Um, Happy Trails. I, it's fine. It's a fun album closer, but it's not, you know what I mean? It's a fun one, but it, it's also, it, it's one of those those tricks that they mm-hmm. used to do when they played like radio stations. You know, if you look at the beginning mm-hmm. of the um, uh, uh, Dance the Night Away video, they do, uh, you know, that Three Stooges, yeah. hello, hello, hello. Well, yeah. And this is sort of, you know, again, it's the, it's the party tricks they used to do. And this is, that, that's the thing. This is clearly them trying to fill out an album. Yeah, and, and they, yeah, so they, and Big Bad Bill, I like it. It gets... Uh, well, here's what's great about that. Uh, You've got Eddie's Jan Van Halen on, plays on, clarinet. on clarinet, which is fantastic. And that sounds like a song that Dave might have recorded for his EP, the uh, Crazy from the Heat type of well, a thing. Well, either from the EP or it would have gone somewhere on um, mm-hmm. uh, Eat Em and Smile. So in your theory, this is a Dave album. This to me is a Dave... Well, this is, hey guys, we can do the album. They need the album. Yeah. Let me give you five covers to do. And it's, it is more of a Dave album. And it is, you know, right after this, uh, I think it's pretty common knowledge. This is when Eddie built 5150. Yeah. And it was, okay, we're going to record out of my house now. Yeah. So you can't have mm-hmm. as much say anymore. You're not going to say, well, it wasn't even Dave. It's from, it was Dave, but also Ted, too. Hmm. I mean, I think there was a clear Dave and Ted faction, and then there was Alex and Eddie, and then there was Michael, who was... He was like um, uh, the uh, Derek Smalls of the group. He was like, you know, he's talking about, you know, uh, um, uh, St. Hubbins is fire and right. uh, Nigel is ice and I'm sort of in the middle like lukewarm water. Right. You know? <laughs> so then uh, they do get, a, they, they tour, they tour with Diver Down. They too. tour with Diver Down. They do, they they do got a big to, tour. Yeah, they got the them to tour too. The other thing that happened around this time too, we need to remember. Is and it sold, it sold better than Fair Warning. Oh, it was sold huge. four million well, again, albums. You've, you've got Pretty Woman. You've, you've got yeah. some, some pop on there. Right. Um, and you've got, a, you know, Dave has a bigger presence now. Yeah. Dave is Dave is becoming a an idol here. Um, the other it's major like a, here's my here's my thing with Diver Down, which puzzles me, is because we know from we know from um, uh, a different kind of truth that they they purged their mm-hmm. back catalog, their demos. Yes. Their demos. Mm-hmm. So those demos still existed at yes. the time of Diver Down. Why mm-hmm. didn't they purge some of those? Why didn't they use some of those then? It's a, it's a really good question. And um, it's funny. I'm glad they did them at yeah. some point. I don't know if you yeah, had, had, had you heard the demos before that. I did. Because it was have one a, you, could, a, you could buy yeah. like off eBay and yeah, yeah. stuff. They I, had I, the I Looney had Tunes cover and everything. Yes. And I remember hearing She's the Woman and yeah. thinking, God, this is the best song they'd never recorded. They never and recorded. I was so glad they finally did because 
That yeah. is a classic Van Halen. It would have fit in perfectly here too, by the yeah. way. It's funny because uh, people are like, no, they didn't write new songs. They just did this. I'm like, well, they they did write yes. those songs. No, that's right. Who no, cares when they wrote them? That drives me crazy. It doesn't Anybody matter when they wrote that, them. I, I can't even, uh, th- yeah. that, that drives me insane. Because I say, do you like the songs? Yeah. yeah. Well, then mm-hmm. who gives a shit when right. they were written? That's exactly right. But I was really, I'm really, I'm really surprised they didn't pull some of those more of those for Dive No, Down. it's a good idea, but I yeah. think, again, they, they, they went through it. It's clearly an album that, you know, the Eddie, more than anyone else, yeah. didn't want to play it. And the other thing I was going to say, we need to remember, Eddie got married yes. during this album to Valerie Bertinelli, mm-hmm. and that was Barbara another Cooper, turning Barbara point. Cooper. Barbara Cooper. Barbara Cooper. It's uh, well before your time, that. Kyle. Mm. Yeah, I know who she is, but... Yeah, she's Valerie Bertinelli. You oh. know her as the chubby girl. <laughs> yes, that's right. You know her from Jenny Craig. Yeah, you know her from yep. Jenny Craig. But uh, you know what's funny? Her, her and Eddie, when they got married, they looked like brother and sister. Like, they look alike. They That's had the same kind yeah. of right. feathered hair. The they had the hair. same mm-hmm. kind of a round face mm-hmm. and a wider nose. Yes. They look very, very brother and sister to me. Yes. I'm sure they'd be thrilled if you're if, if they're listening yeah. to these. But, look, I mean, clearly, Eddie is uh, Van Halen uh, from the Netherlands. Yeah. Bertinelli, Italian. So yeah, yeah. Hopefully and, there's um, nothing going on there. So then we, so then a couple years go by. We get not to, even a couple. Yeah. Diver Down's eighty three, eighty two, uh, eighty two. But they play through eighty three, and this comes out in and January. This comes out January first of nineteen eighty four, and uh, this is nineteen eighty four. It's nineteen eighty four, and uh, you like this album cover. I don't like this album cover. I don't like. Sm- I hate smoking so much. I, I don't like smoking. When I You've got to go back to this is in nineteen eighty four. Nobody knew that that smoking was, was bad. I I I completely get what you're saying, yeah. but drop the cigarette. Make it some other vice that's that's not as bad as smoking. If and he has a bottle the, of Jack in his hand, then I like it. It would have been fun, exactly. I yeah, but I, I really love like the, you know, I, I mean, I love... If this baby has a needle in its arm, I'm all on board. Oh, it would be fantastic. Or, or I think like that powder was, under Allison his nose. Chains, I think, did that cover. <laughs> so this is this album's just a, a juggernaut of, of, of singles and videos. Singles they finally, and videos. And they finally, mm-hmm. Eddie gets on board with the videos, and MTV starts, plays mm-hmm. these videos. Yeah. Constantly, no. This is and, and it, this was my introduction to Van Halen mm-hmm. because there was there was a show called Friday Night Video Fights on MTV. Yes, yep. And I remember that's when I first see this video, and they start talking about it. every week. So I mean, it was crazy. It yeah. was the simplest thing. You'd have a video, you'd have a contender, and you know it would move on. I think you retired after ten weeks or something, but <laughs> this one came on and it just and you see and they just keep and talking which about which one? Which song are you was. talking about? This was oh, it was Jump. Excuse me, okay. Jump's the first video. Okay, um, it's did not, you pick one of the songs? Pick I did jump? not pick. Jump. I did pick it. Okay, well, we can talk about Jump. Let's play it. Yeah, let's play it first. need to get to the chorus it's so good just up to there this is one of those songs this is like uh i never get sick of this song it's like i never get sick of thin lizzie's jailbreak mm-hmm. i never get sick of fool in the rain by led zeppelin no i never this sounds brand new to me every single time 
No, it's fantastic. And there's I turn it up. Different. When this comes on the radio, I turn it I still turn it up. This I is another it. one too where everyone gets to shine in this song. Yeah. Especially if you look at the video, which is them playing and mm-hmm. you know, supposedly cost hundred and thirty bucks and most of that money went to beer. Yeah. But um you know, you look in the middle where um you know it's it's where the keyboard is and you mm-hmm. look at there's a shot of Alex just banging the shit yeah. out of that drum. And, and then sweating profusely. Yep. And he has a simple thing where it's yes, that's and right. he grabs the symbol no, exactly. and stops it. I love you it. You see, I mean, I mean, everything about it, everyone is great. It's also mm-hmm. one of those ones I've got to imagine, because I think it's the same way when anyone hears it the first time, they knew when they recorded it, this is a smash hit number yeah. one. It, it, it really only happens a handful of times. I mean, I will tell you, embarrassingly, I remember the first time I heard uh, Believe by Cher, which is such an irritating <laughs> song, but I thought, God... This song's gonna be a number one hit. I could just—I remember hearing it when, yeah. and that—and and there's there's not a ton of songs like that. This is mm-hmm. one of those songs, and um, so much fun. It's still so much fun. It's just it is. a fun, and and from what I always read is Dave didn't really want Eddie to play keyboard, which doesn't make sense. Well, that's he said like that, no one wants to hear the, that, guitar hero playing knowledge. keyboard. Yes, exactly. And and I'm sure he had that theory, but clearly he wrote these lyrics. He was yeah. on board with the song. Yeah. Uh, Got a keyboard know. solo in the middle. Yeah, into a I guitar mean, a solo. No guitar board guitar, guitar, guitar solo into, into a keyboard, keyboard solo. solo. Yeah, and it's just amazing. All great. But again, you talk about how fun it is. But it's fun written like no one else could write fun. I mean, yeah. those lyrics that Dave says. You know, can you know? Can you see me standing here? I got my back against a wrecking machine. Yeah. I ain't the worst that you've seen. Can't you see what I mean? I mean, yeah. that's something you know that they never had after that. I know it's the best. You know, so good. What's so, uh, what's your first song? My first song is Panama. Again, this is just when you think they've gone pop. You get the keyboard. Yeah. You get this. Then this comes a hard out. rock intro. It's ridiculous. So that squeal. Greatest solo is you can still hear that bass. You can hear those drums. I know. And that guitar is just. Mm-hmm. I still I don't know what this song's about either. Well, there's is it, is a lot of there's different things. I think Dave has even said it's about a car, it's about a stripper, it's about but again, it's about fun. He's got an off ramp running through his bedroom, yeah. which you can't, right. you don't get better than that. lyric. You don't get better than that lyric, and you you know this is another one too where this video nothing but I mean this is. It's, and it's if just, you could it's do an, anything, you want to live in these guys' world. You see, you know, yeah. Eddie and and Dave cruising around in that that old car that he had with the top down. Yeah. It's almost like a monkey's mm-hmm. video because oh, I mean, it's, it's just nonsense. There's that that um, the very end of the first chorus where there's a bunch of them. There's about 150 of them crammed in a room, just yeah. holding up their drinks. Yes, saying Panama. They're, they all take turns on the on the rig, just just going, and everybody has a different way of doing it. Dave floats through the air, and Eddie's, Eddie's just scared shitless. Yes, exactly. Leg, and it's just nuts. you know. I mean, it is. It's just you're right, and it's funny. I would never have thought of that. The monkeys video, but you're absolutely right. And um, 
Yeah, it's just it's it's great. And um, mm-hmm. this is a song. This was not this was not one of the one of the big songs off it. And I've played this song before on the show. I know I have, mm. but I still love it so much. It's Top Jimmy. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Some friends of mine just the other night went to hear this cool cat song. They said he sang so good that the roof fell in, and he didn't even stop the show. They don't remember the plays, but they remember the face. And now everybody wanna go. I you love know, that song. It's such a great song. First of all, you see, you know, you hear about Dave. He had all those musical influences yep. from his uncle Manny, and all. And uh, because this is about that, uh, you know, the blues singer. Yeah. And this too is the difference between, you know, like when Kiss did that disco album, mm-hmm. and they felt that, you know, <laughs> yeah. and it was a. This is they, they can do popular songs, by the way, that are fantastic. Mm-hmm. We talk about just Jump is just a monster, and these songs are great. But this is, this this is a great. It's just a great track. It's it's not for everybody. You have to be a real Van Halen fan. Yeah. There are people who bought 1984 simply because of Jump and Hot for Teacher. Yeah, yeah. But this is you know this this is a great great song. And uh, what's your next song? What's your second? My next song. song it's interesting. I'll tell you why. But it was uh, I'll wait. And we know who <clears throat> someone helps write this. Mm-hmm. That's right. He's a crooner now. Yes, he is. This is as close as Van Halen gets to a ballad. saw them on the 1984 tour i saw this tour too must have been good but from what i understand this is when you know like we were saying with the fair warning tour this is you know you saw the two of them in sync from what i understand it would they were all sort of separated yeah it was uh it was a big much bigger staging right so they were like Mm -hmm. really spread out on stage and there wasn't a lot of interaction no that that's what it sounds like and it's funny so this is i picked this on for i I like this song Mm -hmm. i mean it's hard not to it's it's you know just rhythmically it's great but this to me is the obviously they didn't know this was gonna happen but this is the first glimpse into what post david lee roth van halen is gonna sound like this to me is a sammy hagar 
Van Halen song. Yeah. So it's amazing Mike, they didn't sing it. Yeah. Because um, he could have sang this. He could have sang this. Well, this is not... Dave sings about getting the girl, discarding yeah. the girl. What it, you know, yeah. He does not sing about wanting the girl. Right. Waiting for the... That's Dave, what Sammy, David Lee Sammy Roth, sings about that. Sammy sings about that. David Lee Roth does not wait for anybody. And Sammy's it's a romantic and Dave's Sammy like, let's is get it done. Dave, I can't even imagine what Dave singing Why Can't This Be Love would sound like. I mean, I, I, I just, because I've, I've often thought of that. God, what would it sound like for Dave singing the Sammy songs? Can't imagine, but this is, Sammy could have, Sammy would have been better on this song. And this was uh, co-written by Michael McDonald. Michael McDonald. Because which, Ted Templeman produced mm-hmm. the Doobie Brothers yes, at that that's time. that's right. And um, now, as far as the... It, this has great songs on it, but as as an album, I don't like it that much. Yes, I agree. Because I don't I don't really care for the the three songs that we don't know. I don't care for Drop Dead Legs, Girl Going Bad, and and House, House of, of Pain, Pain that much. I just well, just House of Pain was it was a, again that was one of those those filler songs yes. that they had had forever forever. Uh, I I actually like Drop Dead Legs, and mm-hmm. I was thrilled when they played that in the last tour. Oh, they did. That was that's cool. They did. It was good. But uh, but the the singles on this song are so massive, and that's why this sold again and the videos ten million. That, they, and the they videos company too. Yeah, I mean it was great. But you can clearly see not some. And it's funny the videos all escalate. Jump is they're all having a great time. Yes, they're playing on stage. Right. Panama, it's a little more, but but boy, Hot for Teacher goes into full blown yeah. Dave. Like it's funny if all weight is is all you know what what Sammy Hagar Van Halen yeah. would see. Hot for Teacher, that's all Dave. Both yeah. the the lyrics of the song and um, and even the guitar playing yeah. is a little bit Steve Vai-esque. Yeah, and it's a- and you look at that video and you can see Eddie especially is just miserable. <laughs> this is not. He does not want to be be you know goofing around in a school. Right. That thing where they've got the the, the prom tuxedos on or yep. whatever. And they go. This is so not. And, and Waldo and boy and Dave is just. In he's heaven. eating it up. This is what this is what he was living yeah. for. Yeah, he wants to be Groucho Absolutely. Marx. Absolutely. Oh, he does, and he finally gets to do it. And then you know you still get Peak Dave and the California Girls video, which comes right on the heels of that. And then the um. And this, the Hot for Teacher is such a, it's not a traditional song. It doesn't really have no verses and choruses. It's just like a jam with some talking. It's a and jam, then, but you, but there's little things, you know, Alex's yeah. drum intro mm-hmm. is about, you know, as good as oh, anything you'll yeah. hear. Yeah, that's, that's. It's, um, it's good, but, but it is Dave, you know, he speaks a lot of the lyrics, but yep. then, but then there's parts, then they go into the singing. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's fantastic. And then, and sadly, this is, this is, then this is the end of. Van Halen. This is it. This is it. The beginning. Yeah. The beginning for you was the end. The beginning was the <laughs> end. I mean, it it was amazing. I mean, I still remember. That was fourth. So fifth grade is the next year, and more, and and just saying, oh my god, they broke up, and and every boy was just it was, it was devastated. I mean, these these guys were so cool. Well, you couldn't believe it because back then there wasn't internet and everything, so you didn't know there no. was any rumblings or any. No, there was none of that. And if you look back now, you can see old interviews. You know, David Dunn Letterman mm-hmm. that January first, nineteen eighty-five, and he talks about. You know, Dave says, "Oh, there's rumblings at the." He said, "No, I'm going to stick around at least another year. Yeah. I'm going to be, you know." And um, no, and it wasn't meant to be. And it's always so curious because you hear two different. You know, you hear. Dave, you know, Dave saying, no, Eddie, 
you know, one says, no, he didn't, he kicked me out. No, he, yeah. we no, fired he quit. Him. I know. He that's quit. always, the, Van Halen's always the story. It's he said, crazy. He said, he said. Mm-hmm. That's right. Exactly. But, uh, but then Dave releases an EP. Dave releases an EP. Crazy from the Heat. Crazy from the Heat. And um, he's got a, he gets a massive hit. It's all covers. It's all covers, yes. Including uh, just a gigolo, which is massive. It's like a song that... But it's it massive. It, but it, was, it, was, it was all in reverse. It was massive because of the video. Yes, yes. That's the only reason yeah. that song was big. Not that it, it's a good song, but that song never would have been a hit. No, if that comes on the radio, you're like, what is this That's right, garbage? exactly. But, yeah, with exactly. the video. But, but the, um, the cover of California Girls is pretty good. I think some of the Beach Boys even do some harmony vocals on it. They do. So let's hear a little bit yeah. of California Girls, and then we'll get into the real David Lee Roth solo. Because this was just a fun thing. It this was, was like a throw-off. It was. Throw away. Right. This is Carl Wilson and Christopher Cross mm-hmm. do the background vocals on uh, California Girls. That's interesting. Yeah, so it's uh, so this this easily at this point Van Halen isn't broken up. We no one knows they're broken up. They're correct? not broken up. And this could have easily been oh Dave did this fun EP and well, and then the Van Halen album's coming. This is this is another band, at least Eddie. It's really again, and it's Eddie and Dave. Yeah. It's it's really them, and these guys seem to really begrudge anyone else having any kind of success because supposedly and I'm sure it's true yeah. Dave was furious when he heard uh, Eddie's solo on uh, Beat It because Eddie's part of the biggest album of all time yeah yeah and Dave's and that's that, Dave's not on that album that's Dave's not on the album and he's gone out and now you know here's Dave and I think they they think oh this guy wants to be a movie star he wants mm. to know, you know so how did they not get Eddie in the video for Beat It it's amazing, isn't it? I know. I mean, if he would have been But who knew? That... I don't think they knew what they had, both in terms of Eddie or that song right. or these videos. I mean, I think they shot these videos. I mean, it was... MTV was sort of in yeah. its nascent stages, so I don't think anybody knew at that point. Um, so then they, 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 they officially break up. You know, you know what, April 1st, he, 1985, they break up. <laughs> Here's a... But it's easy to remember. That, that's not a good day, though, because then you're like, oh, that's a joke, that right? Was, They're not really that's breaking exactly up. exactly right, yes. Here's where I think, uh, here's one of the things, I th- some animosity, that I, this is my theory about Eddie and, and Michael Anthony. Um, from, the, from the get-go, they shared writing credit. Mm-hmm. And, I th- and then when 1984 was re-released, Michael didn't have credit on Jump, mm-hmm. Hot for Teacher, and, uh, and Panama. Yeah. Just the three... Like, I don't know if Michael really did write much on those songs, mm-hmm. but I think that was the, they went in saying, hey, we're a band, we're all going to share writing That's credit. Right. And I think Eddie was tired of giving away that fourth of that money mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. And, um, and so I think he harbors some, that's my opinion. I think he harbors animosity because Mike is getting that no, publishing money. I think money. it's true. And uh, unfortunately, it's, it's sort of a cliche. I mean, this is yeah. what happens. You see it in every band. Because when you're kids, you don't know no. that the publishing is going to is gonna well, help you retire. And it's funny, they, um, 
in in the dirt they have this this um, diagram that I think they call the machine, and it says, oh, you know, you start, you're on the ascent, and it's it's great, you don't know any better, and then you hit that that you hit the top, and then you start you get spit out by the machine, mm-hmm. and you get and and I think that's that's what happened exactly. Yeah. There's people saying. You know what are you doing? You're the you you're the band. It's yeah. your name. It's it's your guitar. You know you're playing the guitar. I think that yeah. that's exactly right. Now, then in uh, July seventh, nineteen eighty six, Dave releases "Eat 'Em and Smile." Yes. Um, did his album come out before fifty one fifty? No, fifty one fifty came out right before. Sorry. No, because Ted, so Ted Ted took Dave. No, Dave got Ted in the divorce. Or Ted, Ted took yes. You know, like I said, I don't think that Eddie wanted. Ted. I mean, I think that he that was ready was part to do something problem. different. Well, he wanted full control, and I think that when you have Dave, Dave, you know, Dave is saying no. We got to have Ted. I mean, Dave still has a, a, a share in the band. Now this is fully fully Eddie's band, right? And Dave, but Dave, Dave handpicks an amazing band. Yes, Billy Sheehan, who was in a Billy band, uh, he was in Talus. I yes, think. he was in Talus. But amazing bass player, like people yep. knew him to be a. No, Great Billy was play. the first one. Billy was yeah. the first one he got in the band. And Steve and Vai, who Steve played Vai. with Zappa. Mm-hmm. Uh, amazing guitar. And yep. Alcatraz, he was in Alcatraz. Yep. And um, Greg Bissonette. And yeah, I never heard of it. That's the, I never heard of Greg before, but, but um, yeah, so he puts together mm-hmm. uh, Eat Him and Smile. And uh, I remember when seeing this Yankee Rose video. No, oh, I mean, it and was. And there was nothing better. No, absolutely. There was nothing better than Yankee Rose. Do you have that? Did you pick the Yankee Rose? Yankee Rose I picked, yeah. Let's play this. This is a fantastic song. It's a great song. Why? Well, let me roll up onto the sidewalk and take a look. Yes. Whoa. She's beautiful. I'm talking about a Yankee Rose. <laughs> and she looks wild. Such a killer song. It's a great song. You know, I mean, yeah. again, classic Dave yep. with the lyrics. Supposedly, this was, this was when they were doing the restoration on the Statue of Liberty, and he saw it, and he wrote lyrics about the Statue yeah. of Liberty. I mean, only Dave would do this. Would do that, write, right. Write lyrics like this. But also, you know, the, the, there's a lot of fun in Vi's playing, the talking yes. to yeah, the guitar. Yes, yeah, the talking to the guitar. That's something I, I would imagine Dave... Has he had either thought about or or told Eddie to do a million times? And Eddie just no, and Eddie's not that, that's not what he does. No. He's not. He is a serious guitar player, right? Right. And that and it's just it's it is it's just so much fun. And then, like you said, the video, yeah, which is great. And, and just you know to go into the the movie. This was all supposed to be the soundtrack for the movie. Yeah, so it was like do. a mini movie before the song even starts, right? And with and Dave in just, a fat suit. No, no, that's going. Oh no, crazy. that's going this crazy. This is when you're he's right, got right. the um, the Amazon, oh, the Amazon, the, the know, painting sort of the, from the cover, the painting from the cover. Yeah, and uh, give me a bottle of anything. To, no, give me. Um, what's he say? Give, give me a, a dozen donuts and a bottle of anything, anything to go. go. It's crazy. It's great. Yeah. So stupid. So stupid, but so uh, fun. Did I saw this tour too? I saw the Eat 'Em and Smile tour. 
Uh, I heard this was pretty great. A you know, I heard that this tour was crazy. Yeah, I remember the other thing people were saying, and it bummed me out. I didn't because see. you I got, saw the you next got, tour. You got, the, the, you got the classic Van Halen. Oh, you got songs, and you got all the, the new stuff. But the other thing everybody said, the key word that always came out of it was loud. People uh, said I was, you know, my hearing. I don't remember. I don't. I don't remember what. I never remember what was loud and what wasn't. But I remember it was a mm-hmm. big. You know, bombastic. Yeah. The first, uh, I picked him. a song that actually uh, Billy Sheehan wrote and he brought from Talis. Mm-hmm. It's basically a cover of a Talis song, but it's, it's a rocks. It's called Shy Boy. Mm. excited to hear what your uh, second song is my second song is and it's sort of you know maybe some of the same reasons you picked shy boy was uh, elephant gun oh okay cool And uh, if you if you uh, if you don't count the well if you count the Billy Sheehan song, there's four covers on this. He does right. I'm easy. That's life. That's tobacco Road and Tobacco Road, which is mm-hmm. my next song. So let's hear Tobacco Road. I remember. Um, I, st- I still love fifty. I love fifty one fifty better. Well, than, what what album do you like better? Do you like fifty one fifty or Eat 'Em and Smile? It depends. You know, it depends on how you're as feeling. As a rock is is a rock. I mean, Eat 'Em and Smile is a real. You know that that's much closer to the classic Van Halen sound. Sure, than sure. Fifty one fifty, and I think you know in some ways, I don't know if you'd call it brave, but it is. You know, it, it, it you know it, it wasn't. It could have been more commercial, I guess, or Dave could have had some more commercial stuff. But other than you know Yankee Rose and Crazy uh, Going, Going Crazy, which going were the crazy two singles, great song. yeah, those are great those singles. Are great songs, but those are those are singles, and they're sort of more poppy. But yeah, Fifty One Fifty is clearly, you know, the more commercial record. Yeah, but this is just this is a hard rocker. So yeah. I think you know I like that. I mean, I think probably. You know, whatever I was, uh, 12 at the time, mm-hmm. or almost 13, this, 5150 was much more, you know, it, it was fun. It was just a fun pop record. Yeah. I, I like Sammy Hagar. You know, I'd heard some of some of his 
It starts out front with "Hello, baby." Yeah, exactly. No it, dreams. It, it and, is. It's just. Yeah. It, 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 it's. It's great. But um, this this one to me as, as a you know just just this is a this is a really tight band playing yeah. hard rock. I mean, all three of those songs that we just heard. Well, really can, hard rockers. I can remember, you know, I loved 5150 so much, and then I remember MTV teasing debut of the new David Lee Roth world premiere, yes. Yankee mm-hmm. Rose. And then when I saw the Yankee Rose video, I remember calling up my friends and being like, Halen's got some trouble. Yeah. Dave's, Dave's bringing it. But uh, <sighs> but al- song for song, album for album, I'm still a 5150 guy. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So then we get uh, 1988, we get, uh, we get Skyscraper. And then... Uh, <sighs> Now we start the Billy, beginning of the end, end of David Lee Roth. Dave. And Billy Sheehan, he, he cuts loose. He's gone. Billy Sheehan cuts loose. Yep. Matt. Now, what's interesting, though, is that he starts out, the, you know, the first, the, the first song is a huge hit for Dave. It's a great video, too, because Dave, Dave's, uh, what's he doing? What is he's he, rock climbing. He's rock climbing. Which and you're what like, he loved to do. I mean, this was it. Dave, Dave was a... And this is long before Tom Cruise was climbing no. in Mission Impossible 2, and you were like... No, this is what Dave did. And you're like, oh my God, that's really that's really him up that's there. That's right, exactly. No, and and uh, it was, you know, it's, it starts so commercial. I think that's what saved him and, and why that tour was so big. But And, uh, and also, this is when Dave... Dave stops wearing the hair weave that he was wearing in the Eat em and Smile videos because yes. his hair mm-hmm. is funky in these uh, yes, skyscraper videos. And it only gets gets worse it from only there. Gets you can worse. see it's, it's like the, the opposite of the progression of yeah. man. It's like the, the progression it, of Dave's hair starts to... In those, uh, in those Eat em and Smile videos, I'm like, look how great Dave's hair is. And I'm like, but it looks different than it looked in any of the Van Halen's. Yes. Like, that's what's so it weird. It was thick. He had like bangs. It was like, it, it looked, was obviously yes. a weaver. No, a, he looked like, it was like David Coverdale hair. <laughs> yes, it was exactly. just bizarre. That's exactly how it was. You know? But um, I picked, uh, I, I went with, uh, I, I have Just Like Paradise, so let's hear it, because I do like this song. Oh, I do too. Yeah, it's a great tune. That was written with David Lee Roth and the uh, the keyboard player at the time, Brett Tuggle. Brett Tuggle, that's right. A uh, little bit of trivia about that song too. Besides being, I think I think it went to number three. Um, that's, in his a, that's, book, a, that's a good charting song, number three. Oh, it's a great, no, yeah. for Dave, that's a big that's, that, that's a big hit. Yeah. I mean, I think that it was great for him to say on this tour because this, this this again, this is Dave at, at sort of the peak peak of yeah. his powers and now and this came out before before um ou812 came out before OU812. yeah this came out in january of 88 no, so well was, before it was well before that um and uh so 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 a few years later uh dave's manager gets a call that this new tv show wants to use this song as the theme song and i guess the manager sort of said it's fox it's a, you know it's a new network yeah. i mean they say no 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 we're passing on that that's not good it was 90210 <sighs> 
What did you, I mean, Dave, I, I think he was, yeah, he's like, I, I fired the manager the next day. I mean, it was just, <laughs> but it would have been perfect for, yes. that, for that show. Absolutely. So what's your first sale? What'd you pick uh, off? Uh, my first song, because this is, as we, we talk about, you know, Edelman Smile as he resists, you know, he stays really hard rock. Mm-hmm. That is a, yeah. a rocker. And that's why Steve Vai, th- this is, you can see why Steve Vai started to drift away with yep. stand up. Also written with Brett Tuggle. Yes. She looks like my new it's a good impersonation. From start to finish, it's a better side. Head over heels, yeah, he feels a strange sensation. Except in head number 65. It's a band. It's sort of like, a, but you can clearly see this is. Now you pick what that. What do people listen to in nineteen eighty? Do you like this song? Because you you picked this one, or did you pick it to no, show? No, because the, this is this is where Dave just sort of goes into. Well, what what are the tastes of the of 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 what people are listening? Yeah, what's to right out now? there right now? What are the and kids if you listening see, I don't to? think there was a video for it, but he did, or maybe there was, but there was a commercial for JVC using this song and Dave. <laughs> And you can see that's exactly this is yeah. uh, this will be great for the JVC commercial, you know, and, and kids really like that. And there's um, we didn't get to we didn't hear in the song, but you hear in the beginning and after every chorus this this keyboard, you know, you hear uh, Brett yeah. Togel playing this a lot of keyboard. This keyboard, it's a lot of keyboard. It's so funny for a guy who didn't want Eddie to play. That's what maybe, I mean. I mean, it just he that's went over what, the top keyboard to me, here. This is that that's why this is such an an interesting yeah. song. Um, and then my next song, I picked the the. I love the song that kicks off the album, "Knuckle Bones." Yes. And this was all the MTV used this for. Uh, Chris Conley hosted a movie show. Yes, the, biggie, the, um, the big the big picture. picture. Yes, and this was the theme. That was yeah. To the big picture. Mm-hmm, that's right. When the fire burns, the zombie moon. You feel the winds of change. Oh, the drums will tell the tune. If you know it's true, baby. Feel the heat of the setting sun Burning up the street This beat has got mixed blood hey, And I know you too But now her mama's got the eyes Like she's waking out of her heart instead And I never can tell And I'm about to go to Guinness With a wicked coming down So in the road Uh, yeah, I remember when I got this album, I was very disappointed with uh, Skyscraper. I would definitely, I think I liked four songs. I would jump around. It was that, that, that's exactly right. Very disappointed. That's right. Do you, have a, do you have a second one, though? I do have a second one that I actually do like um, quite a bit. Damn good. This, and this is a good tune. This is a good tune. Mm-hmm. Time rolls on. That's as it is. Should be 
Dave does melancholy really well. Yeah. And uh, we didn't play it, but on Crazy from the Heat, he does a cover of Coconut Grove. That's also fantastic and, and sounds a little mm. bit like yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I also, I don't think it's it's ever been, you know, d- d- anyone's acknowledged. This is not a song people really talk about. Yeah. But I assume he's, he's, he's singing, singing about, about Van, Van Halen. Halen. Yeah. Those were and damn you listen good to it, it's really bittersweet. Yeah. You know, it's, um, and, and you listen to it, no, I mean, his voice sounds great. You know, the, the, this is one, again, stand-up feels like a song that he just, you know, he, he wrote just, in five minutes, <laughs> yeah. and we got to put it, you know, just, just uh, get, put some keyboards in there. This is one it feels like he really he really worked on. It's so funny, too, because you would think a song like Damn Good would come like four or five albums after he's, he's been out of Van Halen. But no, this, that was the other, yeah. exactly. That second this album is, after being Van Halen. second album he's already a few years like, later. Oh, this is and pretty great. About, yeah, and he still is on top of the world. Yeah. Um, that was the that was Dave's longest album ever to that point. That was right. 41 minutes, That's which right. was like a, yeah. a normal album. A whopping album, 41 minutes, whopping yes. whopping 41 minutes. Now, the next album... Uh, mm. I, you don't like I I do like it but it's it's a fast I, I felt really bad because I agree I think that you know Dave seems a little bit re-energized he's getting back to classic Dave so Bob Rock is producing Bob this Bob Rock's producing it a couple things happened one was Dave's getting older you know you said the, the hair is, is starting to, to fall out so I saw this tour and Dave not had, many did I yeah I said and who was it was it was it was, it was, uh, it was I saw it in, I lived in Chicago mm-hmm. it was extreme yeah. Cinderella. Ironically, and, Gary Sharon. Yes, I yeah. know. And then Dave. And Dave's hair, very, very th- thin. And he had it, it was, like combed over. Yeah. And then he had like a little ponytail. Yeah. And it was, the combed over part was sprayed like mm-hmm. solid. So it wouldn't even move. No, this, is, really this, this is where, you know, unfortunately, time starts catching up with Dave. Yes. The other thing that happened was musical taste starts surpassing him. This is right when Grunge. Nirvana breaks, yep. Pearl Jam breaks. And also, this album was released right around the time of uh, the the uh, Iraq War, and uh, that was a, a Desert Storm, and that was that was another thing. Nobody wanted to hear a David Lee Roth fun fun, <laughs> fun rock and roll rock. record. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, uh, what did you start out with? On, I started with the title track because I remember it's a great song. I, it was a great song and a great video. Great you know, video. fun video. You know, written by Robbie Neville by, and David crazy, Lee Roth. Yes. Yeah. Gigantic sound. Oh, yeah. Empty pockets never stop me from a sing in a blue streak. No!
I still love this song. It is. It's, it's, I also picked that song. So. It, yeah, you know, it's one of those songs yeah. that, you know, it's got that that spring break feel, yeah. that that part. You know, it, it could have been at home on any of the early Van Halen albums. Diplomaniac? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> okay. You know, vaccinated by a phonograph needle that one type summer of thing, break. Yeah. It's great, yeah. The, um, and now he's got a new lead guitarist, Jason Becker. Who, unfortunately, is diagnosed with Lou Gehrig's disease. Literally right after. Right after. I mean, it's ridiculous. Which, I, you know, it's funny. Dave is not one of those guys that's very, you know, but but you wonder, I mean, d- did it affect him the way Randy Rhodes sort of affected Ozzy Osbourne? It doesn't seem like he, it, it. It didn't. But I've he got seems to imagine. like very surface. Like it just. He yeah, does. Okay. And I don't think he, but I, I don't think he's that way. But he's not a guy that's ever been. His emotions you know, never aren't seen out a, there. We've never seen a behind the music on the guy. We've never yeah. heard from anyone that he's... I mean, he, he dated yeah. women, you know, not just women he slept with, but he did have relationships. But we don't know about You don't know women. anything about them. And his his book, his autobiography is so... Such a crazy read. I, well, I because it's know. written by Dave. And like, I, what I yeah, want to hear... I don't understand. And I will say, I have to say, though, again, my hat's off to Van Halen Rising. They speak to people who grew up with Dave. That's good. And it's interesting. And you get, you know, you, you get a little bit of an idea there. Mm. The person that needs to write the book is Mike because he was there for mm. all of it. Boy, why isn't anyone that? That's a book I want to read. Yeah, did the you Michael read, Anthony. Did you read Sammy's book? I did not read Sammy's book. No, I liked Sammy's book because um, he didn't he didn't paint himself in a great light either. And so whenever someone does mm-hmm. that, I really think they're being honest. No, Sammy, I think. Yeah. Anytime he told a story, you know, again. The, the the Eddie and Dave breakup stories, there's so many holes in those mm. stories. Everything, sometimes Sammy talks about something, it's clear, it's concise. There's a there's yeah. a particular reason. They're, you know, either, I think in 1996, it was, you know, Ed Leffler, their manager. Yeah. They didn't like him. Sammy liked, Sammy was very, I mean, he said it, the story has yeah. a beginning, a middle, and an end. Yes. You get it. So I, I think that that's exactly right. Uh, well, sticking with uh, sticking with uh, a little ain't enough. I love the I love this song called Hammerhead Shark. <laughs> it was a time of trouble and a time of great peace. Laying horns and began feasts. Did the world was wicked and their hearts were cold. Noah said to his missus, "Well, it's time to go." Lord said to Noah, "For you throw that arm, you better save me a space for my hammerhead shark." I just like that. Fun song. Fun song. Dave's song. What, uh, you have another one on this? I do have another one, yes. Uh, It's a song called Shoot It. Well, look at me. Got me in her sights. Is this a blessing in disguise? A child Suicide. Sit back and let it all 
really digging these songs when we're well, listening to these. This is a great song, and it's funny, you know, because this was um, mid ninety one, and about eight or nine months later. It's funny when I think when I hear this song, every time I think of this particular movie, but it could have been any soundtrack. You know, Wayne's World came out about eight months later. This song would have been right yes. at home on oh, that perfect. soundtrack. It was a perfect. This to me is why you know this is where Dave. It, it was so not. Dave went from. The coolest guy in the room, this was the guy that, I mean, there were all these legends. He had paternity insurance yeah, yeah, on yeah. tour so that if he got anyone pregnant, right. they go, I mean, all these things to, oh God, a David Lee Roth song. Oh, know. you know, who would put that on a soundtrack? You know, and it would, would yeah. fit with any one of these yep. things. It's, uh, I know he really. It's amazing he, how things had turned. There was um, an interview. This is when he was doing the movie and um, there was an interview with Steven Tyler somewhere and mm -hmm. Steven Tyler said, oh, Aerosmith was finally getting back on its feet. Yeah. He said, we can't believe it. David Lee Roth asked us to do a song for the soundtrack. And we said, oh, yes, your majesty, anything you, you know. <laughs> and by 91, the tables had completely turned. Aerosmith was on an upswing. Yeah. And Dave was, was so yeah. not cool. Because I always think, I do always think of Aerosmith and Van Halen are like our two big American They are, bands. absolutely. And um, and both had their ups and downs. and But uh, I think a band is stronger than a personality. And if Dave yes. was still in Van Halen, it wouldn't have been. But, but there's something about it. He just wasn't cool there. Yeah. And you hear, you know, you hear that, like you said, the, these, these songs were great. And yeah. Shooter could have fit on, on any soundtrack that had that type of music on there. And this one, this is another standout track on A Little Ain't Enough. And this is uh, Sen Sensible, Sensible Shoes. Shoes. Yeah. I mean, it's I know. such it's a, great a great song. Great song. Go cruising down the highway A Corvette Stingray I do it my way Got a good job I'm making lots of money I look good and I'm funny So why am I lonesome, honey? The gypsy said the problem with you You need some sensible shoes So great Well this again to me is This shows that Dave his tastes are very broad. I mean, this right. is just a great blues song. Yeah, and he does a great job. The vocal's great. And there's a harmonica in the middle that's fantastic, mm -hmm. yep. you know. And uh, and again, this this album has 12 songs. This one clocks in. Then this is Dave's longest album at the point. This is 53 minutes. Mm -hmm. And then this... Now, now the wheels have really, really... Oh, boy. I mean, here's what's funny. This is very telling. You and I both picked only one song off this album right. and, we, and we picked the same song right because everything else in this album is terrible it, it's this is this was such by the way the, the, this is when cds still cost a lot of money right, this was like 18 bucks and i remember i bought it and i was like are you oh. this is oh. so another one too by the way the cover is the horrible cover terrible cover everything about it is just your awful. filthy little mouth no, this is just, you, you've got to imagine, they gave Dave, you know, Warner Brothers, he's playing out the string, they gave him the B team, who knows, ugh, Niall everything Ro about Niall it. Rogers produces this. Oh, he did? Niall Rogers. Niall Rogers, he should be ashamed of himself. It's, I know, because he did not take Dave in a direction that he took Madonna and Duran Duran and, and any power station. No. This is, it's, it's almost, he took him in no direction. He dropped the ball. He really did. I, obviously, Dave didn't didn't go in and say, uh, "Here's the keys. I want you to let's do this." It seemed like Dave was still totally in control of this album because it's oh, it's just awful. But here's the here's the only song mm -hmm. we picked. It's "She's, She's My, My Machine. Machine," and it's not great. It's good, but it's. Well. I don't know. 
about 3 a.m. And I'm driving in my 57 Street. It's getting late. I don't know just where I've been. And I'm coming to you from more points in between. A little louder. On my mind. A little louder. She's my And he, at this point, he doesn't have no. a band. He's just working with no, studio musicians. It, it, it's really so. This was I remember though. This is when when you're sort of one songs. of those when you're a Dave apologist. And I remember hearing this song, and it's sort of like you know for me in some ways uh, what what Van Halen was for music. Mm. The Rocky movies were like for me. And I remember coming out of Rocky Five <laughs> and being like, "No, it was good. No, I like you know yeah. talking myself into right. it, knowing deep down." It's not. Oh, this was god awful. It yeah. sucks. And again, it was phoned in. Yeah. This was horrible. Four, and that's 14 songs that's on what this. this was uh, that's what this this was like. No, no, it's great. This is Dave and a, this is different Dave different and he's Dave. changing. It was horrible. It's god so awful. Terrible. I don't yeah. even know was there even a tour for this? I don't even If there was, I'm sure it was very very small venues. This was right around that right after this was when he did the the Vegas Lounge, lounge yes, tour. Yeah, and he did that Jay Leno appearance that was just. Oh. just and he sings. Enough. He sings a song called with Travis Tritt on this that has that mm-hmm. that phony like, "Hey Travis, right. what are you doing here? Yeah. Oh Dave, mm-hmm. good to see." You. I'm like, "Oh really? You guys didn't know you were recording today?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so this is um yeah the we then. You know then I don't have anything from DLR band or David Lee Roth or Diamond Dave. It's I mean, funny. I might be one of the few people who has Diamond Dave on CD. I, I I had it at one point. It just in DLR band, everyone's like, "That's great," but I never gravitated no, DLR to band, it. DLR band, I remember people saying it's great. I, I agree. I just never gravitated it, it to was, it. It was not great. But this was also remember. I mean, this this was there's the sliding doors of what mm-hmm. might have happened had the '96 reunion, yeah. you know, bore fruit and and we actually got something out of it. And uh, so they, Van Halen records two songs for the Best of Volume mm-hmm. One. They record uh, "Me Wise Magic," Me Wise Magic, which is, which is, I I like the other song better than "Me Wise Magic." Can't stuff you? this, get this stuff anymore. I I like that too. I okay. mean, um, so let's hear. Me, some, yeah, I have that. Let's hear a little mm-hmm. bit, and then we'll talk. Can't get this stuff no more. Now, I, I always, I read, I don't know where I read it, but I read that these songs took so long to record. These oh, two songs. Right? I heard that, like, they I didn't... I don't know if I heard that. I'd heard David put a, he brought a palm tree in for atmosphere, <laughs> and it was, you know... And Glenn Ballard produced these Glenn two Ballard songs. Who, these songs which know, was a big deal. This was right yes. after Jagged Little Pill. Yes, and this that's, was, that's That huge. was a big deal to have Glenn Ballard. But, you know, now, it's funny... Because this, these songs don't really show up on any of the subsequent Grace Hits no. things. So I hadn't heard long, this in and, a while. And they're long songs, too. Like, Me Wise mm-hmm. Magic is six minutes. Van Halen doesn't do six no, minutes. No, that songs. was bizarre. Not with Dave. No, no, that's absolutely... Well, who knows where... You know, some of these were clearly written for the Twister soundtrack, and then they used that, that's whatever that one right. they used with Sammy. That, yeah. Um, the Humans Being. Humans Being. Which yeah, I think, that's right. I think that song rocks. It's a good song, but it was very funny that this was the song they decided to write about a movie about tornadoes. <laughs> right. um, 
But uh, Meanwise Magic, certainly the guitar solo it would have been more appropriate yeah, for yeah. that. But uh, it's interesting hearing that because I hadn't heard it in a while. It is a little bittersweet now because you realize this is this is sort of the the final curtain call for that classic sound with those those Michael Anthony harmonies. Yeah, because they duped. I mean, they duped the fans. They duped Dave. I think. I mean, they knew they were working with Gary at this point, that's right? What, so that that's what it seems to be, and I think that's probably true. Although, who's to say if the VMA thing didn't happen? Yeah. It would have been very easy to say. I, the sense I get from reading anything from Gary Sharon is that he is a nice guy, yeah. a good guy, and would have said, I get it. You want to be with Dave. Yeah. You know, it's not like, you know, he we heard said, you hey, as a music and we're fan, bringing in. As yeah, a music exactly. fan, I want you to be That's with Dave right, is exactly. what he would have said. No, and he had a band. Like, it's not, it, yeah. he, he would have been fine. I think the VMA thing turned everybody off for whatever yeah. reason. Yeah. You know, and it, it, was, it was a bummer. So then we go the whole, we jump the whole way to 2012. Now, this is where it's hard to be a Van Halen fan because we, we it was from 1998 is there, is Van mm-hmm. Halen 3. And then in there we get, we get a Sammy best of with a couple. That's right. We got a couple of with a co- oh, lackluster God, that, songs. That up for breakfast. Oh my up God. For breakfast is that a is, bad song? I don't mind the, the the first single. What was that called? Uh, it's about time. I didn't. It's about that time had was something, okay. but then no, no, the no, other one. No, no, that ones, was okay. But but Jesus, up for that up for breakfast is is Jesus maybe Christ. some of the the you know we could go to a preschool Put your and write b- better lyrics. Bananas in She's my the cream, cream and with my, my cherries and my yeah, oh my no. god, oh my god, it's bad. And then there's a, then there's a ballad on there that gets lost. <laughs> That's right. Because yes, exactly. it's not memorable. That's right. Yeah. So and so. So now it takes it takes. Uh, it and takes, by the way, I saw. I don't know if you saw that Sammy tour. I did, but you could see Eddie, Eddie was, was just a, a mess. mess. I saw it twice. I saw it in uh, Worcester, Massachusetts, and I saw it out here. Sammy, by the way, too, spent a lot of time just signing people had People's had albums stuff, that they, yeah, and it was just, so it was clearly it was just it was, a mess. It was not. It was. It was I a think mess. Sammy was like, I know. I this saw is it twice a, too. I saw it in Vegas, which actually was not bad, and then I saw it in L.A. Yeah. And you saw how bad it could be. Oh, it Eddie, was Eddie with the boot, with the toe out, and the the samurai pig oh, ponytail. Oh, it was just awful. Wow, he was in bad shape. Mm-hmm. Um, so, oh yeah, let me run through this, and then you can. I'll, I'll let you yeah. do this too. So, I saw Van Halen on. I saw Fair Warning, and I saw 1984. Then I saw Dave Eat Him and Smile, and I saw 5150. And then I saw Dave on um, Skyscraper. No, Little Ain't Enough. Oh right, Little Ain't Enough. And then. I didn't see what was next. I did see the Gary Sharon tour. You know what? It sounded like it was a great tour. I've seen well, some of those YouTube videos. It was the first time he played deep cuts from the, from the Dave era. The thing about having Gary there is he could sing he both could sing. eras. Yes, exactly. They just couldn't. The they just didn't good. produce good original music with Gary. No, and I don't, and I don't know whose fault that is. Eddie's. Yeah. Uh, and then I saw the Sammy reunion. I saw the Sam and Dave tour. Saw the Sammy reunion tour twice, and I saw the first reunion tour with Dave. And wow. then so, but that's but now what? When, what's your? Let when me see. You so I first I saw Dave on the skyscraper mm-hmm. tour. Then I saw the um, for unlawful carnal knowledge tour. That was okay. my first Van Halen tour. I love that album. Great album. That's, Great album. That's the high water mark for the Sammy era. I, I think opinion. you're absolutely right. I think that's the best. No, I, I think you're absolutely right. Yeah. They, there are some greats. I, I completely agree. I mean, right now goes 
above and beyond anything they they ever did as far as you know what i mean i mean mm-hmm. no it doesn't sound like something from 1984 but it's no no wow. no but it is a great it's mature that's one where eddie the writing eddie did on that song yeah is absolutely fantastic yeah but there's no 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 that that is that is a great song it was a great tour uh, yeah top and of then, top of the world top of the run around and they would close run around was a great um just judgment day oh everything about pound cake in and out spank line yeah you know i mean it, 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 you know all, all great songs they played a lot of them on that tour and, and that, they all sounded good ted, that's when ted came back and produced he produced co-produces that with andy johns oh is that right yes well that makes sense yeah that I, I actually didn't know that. That's okay. really interesting. So you saw that tour. So I saw, and, then, I saw, and then I saw the balance tour. And again, okay. you could see there was a difference between, for unlawful carnal knowledge, these guys love playing together. Balance was like... They started a knot. You yeah. could see. It was, it was all right, this is... They're doing what they got to do. Yeah. Um, and then, let me see. Then I saw Dave and Sammy. Mm-hmm. Then I saw the following year, Dave played the Universal Amphitheater solo. I did not see that. And it went from the last year where you couldn't get one ticket to the the, the next year. My buddies at CA were able to get me like you know, front row. Because I was, mean, it was nobody was there. There was something about seeing Sam and Dave together, and you knew Mike was going to be there too. And you felt no, like, that was an event. This yeah, this was giving, just sad. That was it, them. It was, that was everyone giving was the finger to regression. the Van Halen brothers. No, that's exactly yeah. right. It was a real regression. And then I saw the Van Halen reunion tour. And then I saw the tour for, um, well, I saw them before the album came mm-hmm. out. They did a little pre-release thing at the Henson Studios. Oh, nice. Which was phenomenal. I bet. You saw basically a whole concert in this intimate little little stage, which is great. Wow. And then I saw them for a different kind of truth uh, when they played Staples. And then I saw this last tour at the Hollywood Bowl. I saw the last show on that tour which was the Hollywood Bowl. And I do wonder if this is the last time I saw them with Dave. There are rumors. That's it. Irving Azoff is telling people that Sammy and, and, and Eddie are, are, are back together, and at some point you're going to see them play. Well, now, Not do anything I, new, but they're going to play. And I think Wolf I think Wolf also wants to play those songs, too. But then I, I'm surprised that, that Sammy will do it without Mike. I think Mike is sort of somebody who says, you know what, go, go out, go ahead, go out do and it. have fun. You know, we'll do chicken foot when we get back, and we'll do our thing. But why should him not liking me mm-hmm. stop you from going out and playing these songs? Now, here's what: when Sammy was on, um, was on this show last uh, two Jan, what was it? Two Jan, was it this? Was it this January? It was this past January. This past January, mm-hmm. oh, the year might be going slower than I thought. <laughs> um, he called them the asshole brothers. Really? <laughs> yes. That's recorded. You can hear it. Yeah. And he also said, he goes, if I only have 100 shows left in me, I don't mm-hmm. want to do those all in one year. Yeah. Which was saying, mm-hmm. I just want to take it easy. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. Well, you know, he, it's not he probably, necessarily... He probably t- wants to get his albums remastered and put back out on the market, too, because they've never touched those Sammy albums. No, they haven't. And they're not... Other than, like, like we said, for Unlawful Carnal, yeah. I think what you could do is remaster... 12 tracks and yeah. make make one like the Sammy Years album. Yeah, yeah. But I don't need to hear, you know, some of those other songs yeah. you remit. Certainly almost anything on balance. Yeah. Um But uh, it's interesting. It's not oh. a tour I necessarily want to see. Sammy is not, like you said, he wants to take it easy. Yeah. He I mean, Dave, Dave, Dave lives for this. You can yeah. see this. He keeps himself in shape. He, um, 
I mean, he's he said he smokes to keep his voice and a you know he smokes a certain amount a day. He drinks about <laughs> you know ridiculous. it's which is, but, but but I mean I do think he's a guy that 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 he has nothing else. He has no family. I mean Sammy yeah, just and, and loves hanging out in Hawaii. Yeah, and, and currently yeah, Sammy currently for me bring and I love Sammy, but he brings that he brings that um, that Jimmy Buffett vibe that I don't really he care absolutely for. does I don't really yeah care for that no the the rock and roll when when I saw them. It was, you know, October or something, 1991, this front, front lawful car mileage. That yeah. was, he was a rock star then. I mean, I yeah, remember. Yes. Oh my God, he looked fantastic. Did, and, and on the, the hair, live album they released then, fit. They, they, um, they did, uh, there's only one way to rock. And man, that's, Eddie just took it up a whole other notch. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, that was a great tour. Yeah. And then you're right. I mean, the minute the tequila started, it was. He got uh, out, Sammy got out of shape. Sammy got out of shape. He really did. You know, and and I guess who can blame him? You got all that tequila money. Yeah. It's it's great. Hang out in Hawaii. Yeah. 80, 80 million bucks of tequila. Yeah, money. you know. So two thousand twelve, we get this different kind of truth. You know, I was I skeptical. Not, not mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to happen. That's Is this right. going to even be good? And so so pleasantly surprised with this album. Oh man, it was it's, great. I don't think there's a bad track on the there album. There is not a bad track on the album. And I the mean, more you listen to it, the better it gets. That's exactly right. No, it. it because the first time I listened, I'm like, that's pretty good. No, and then the second time, better. And it just got better no, and better to, and better. For me, it's almost like a um, a cousin to Fair Warning. Yeah, and it's, it's you know, it's... It, I would rank this ahead of some of the... of I would rank it ahead of Diver Down. I would rank it ahead Probably of... Women and Children First, yeah, maybe even. Yes. Yeah. So I have, uh, I have a couple songs from this. Mm-hmm. I have uh, Let's Hear Chinatown. recording process was like for this were they in the studio together did dave record separately uh, from what i heard no it was it would they'd just go back and forth that's sad which is it is but you know it, it, they got the job done but i agree you you want to uh yeah i just don't feel like they were they for even i don't they, they're just not they're not a team anymore no they're not but somehow they pulled this thing together. somehow they did pull this crazy. thing together yeah. there's there won't be another dave album Wheeler. I don't know. You know, it's interesting. You, I wouldn't have thought that before. And then they did. They did this. By the way, there may not be another good Dave album. Right. So maybe we should quit while we're ahead. Yeah, true. I mean, we're you know. Let's hear one uh, more. I, I love this song so much. I love Blood and Fire. Oh God. I mean, yeah. I always tell the winners, saints, and the sinners down at the starting line. Trouble by the desert, sick, have never been high. Come back when you're younger, cause I can feel the thunder. One eight hundred is time. Oh yeah! We came, we came, we came through fire. 
so good. It's funny. Everything that you know, I played in a simple rhyme earlier. Everything I loved about that song is right there. I love this song for the same reasons. You know, I mean, there there are you know, if you play a few seconds of Outer Space, I mean, that's that's got a lot of light up the sky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and Um, again, because these were all songs that they purged from their writing archives. I mean, it's amazing. And then, you know, Stay Frosty to me is like a sequel to Ice Cream Man. But but it even in some ways, when, when those guitars kick in on there, it just gets it just gets even better. And just the whole, you know, the, the message of the mm-hmm. song, you know, it's just it, it's great. It's philosophical. It's good. You know, the song I love on, the, on, on this album is is it's such a non song, but it's such a jam is Honey, Honey Baby, Baby Sweetie Doll. Yeah, I knew you were going to say it. Yeah. Mm hmm. When I first heard that, I'm like, what the hell is I know. this? No, no, no. It's it's fantastic. Well, look, if this is the last Dave album ever, they went out on a high, definitely. They, they didn't. I gotta say the yeah. tour was great. You know, again, if it was if I saw the last Dave tour, mm. um, it was it, 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 the Hollywood Bowl, you know, great sort of historic place. It takes it all the way back. I'm I'm at peace with if 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 this is it, that's that it's all good. Now do you do you have a Van Halen album autographed? I do not have a Van Halen all of Sounds like you could have at that Henson thing. No, the Henson thing, they, that was like a show, you know, they, they came on, they played, there were still 200 people there uh-huh. or whatever. And, and um, they just, you know, it, you wouldn't have been able to do it. Kimmel, I had one sort of ready, but they were rehearsing and it, it, it's hard. It's hard to get a, mo- get a moment with them. Yeah, I have, uh, I have Mike, and, Mike and Sammy when, uh, yeah. when they were doing Chicken Foot. Right. But um, yeah, I don't have uh, I don't have the other guys. Yeah, that would be great. It would be great. They live right up the hill here. Is that right? I think they live right up. Uh, is that up the there? hill from Studio City? This is where fifty one fifty is right up this hill. Wow, that's crazy. I know. We're we're it's close. Amazing. We're I in know. Van Halen territory. And we are. I know. Rob, this was great. Oh I, man, I are hope, you kidding? I hope you had fun. Oh, this is uh, the highlight of of, of, <laughs> of my summer. Honestly, <laughs> when was the last time you listened to the music in headphones? Like this, like with big Boy, cans on your head. I know. I it think, really sounds great. It sounds fantastic. That's one of the best things about doing the show is we get to hear this You hear it music. the way it's meant yes. to be heard. Well, this um, is what you used to do. You sat in your room with your record player yes. and your big headphones and just listen to it. I got to be honest. I played my music so loud as I'm a, when I was mm-hmm. a kid. I, I can't believe that my parents didn't, weren't yelling at me all the time. Oh, I was I yelled at. It. My mother screamed at me, but... You know, it, 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 I didn't care. <laughs> they were yelling at you. You just couldn't hear them. I couldn't them. hear them. That's right. You couldn't hear anything. You can't hear them now. That's what I love. Shot. I mean, my favorite thing, that final shot in Dazed and Confused, when he gets back at the end of the, yeah. the party, puts the headphones on and just puts fog hat on. It's just great. It's, it's, well, let me ask you this. Where, give out your Twitter handle. You want people to follow you on Twitter? Sure, you have, absolutely. You have, you have follow me on Twitter. How do you have all these followers? Uh, you know, you can tie it back to mostly The Bachelor. Okay. Rabbit following. But then through other things like this, like, you, like little bits and pieces of stuff. You have like 22,000 yes. followers. 22,000 followers. Yeah, it's and great. So, and, so, um, and they're all great. Twitter is a great place to It's a great networking interact. Thing. You can meet people that, you know, you never would have met before. It's just, the, it's, it's so great. And you are, tell us, you're at. I am at, it's funny, Millsy, M-I-L-L-S-Y, 11374. And why? Why is that? Why? Well, Millsy was, uh, you nickname. know, a nickname. Sure. And then my birthday is January 13th, 1974. And I, I, I had gotten on Twitter. Twitter when people are like, just as a goof, just yeah. to see what it was. So it was like, I, I sort of made up, if, if I knew I was going to be active or have followers, I absolutely Rob would have done something that was much easier to follow. Yeah, yeah. 
Give it one more time. At Millsy, M-I-L-L-S-Y. One, one, three, seven, four. Well, people can send you uh, birthday greetings now. They, they know can your send birthday, birthday greetings. There's a few people who have figured it out, but they think it's November 3rd, too, sometimes. <laughs> they think it's 11-374, so. What show is coming up that you just worked on that you're excited about? Oh, God. They're all, you know what? They're all really good. We're in the middle, we're in the end of Bachelor in Paradise, which is just really fun and, and funny and, and very smart if, if, uh, if anyone watches that, uh, but we're you know we we I do all unscripted, so it's really the the fall launch is about to start, mm-hmm. so it's all scripted stuff. But I mean, I just say too, I wish more people watched it. But man, greatest hits, you know, you, you get no well, job like this yeah. to do to do shows like that. How great what is it to watch those rehearsals all day it long? It was amazing. I mean, I it tell people that to sit in a room and there's five people in Rick Springfield, yeah, or Bonnie is, Raitt. Or, I mean, this is this is this is the whole reason. It's it's sort yeah. of, you know, I, I'm ready to for whatever to happen. You know, if I'm get you know fired or whatever, it, it's like it's all good. Now look, the first week we had good ratings. We did. Then the second week was I think there was a mass shooting. Yes, there was always something and then, bad that then happened. The and then the next two weeks were the conventions. Happened. Yes, exactly. And then and then I think the ratings were good. Back up. Yeah, it yeah, popped absolutely. back up. Yeah, no. And that live good. show was. Well, that man like great. clockwork. Yeah, it it was great. It, it was fantastic. So look, guys, uh, if is that on demand? Can we find if you? If I think TV, you can. I think, I think you there. can find it. And he went on ABC.com. You go can, watch greatest hits. Go if, watch greatest hits. Man, is it a blast! If you like live music, mm-hmm. the hits played live, and all these bands played live, and rediscovering these songs that you loved. I mean, I, I will. Yeah. You know, I, I, I actually didn't appreciate when it was a hit back then. Don't mean nothing by Richard Marks. Oh, and I know. then you hear it, and it's like, my God, this is it's it's the greatest Eagles song that they never they did. Never, they, they never I mean, did. You know, uh, Fry could have absolutely killed those vocals. I had people that would email me and say, uh, "I like the show, but I, I don't like that there's all this lip syncing." And I was like, "Yeah, there's none. No, that's there's, right. If you think mm-hmm. they sound amazing." Or too perfect. That's because they do. No, these are these were musicians. Yeah. that's exactly right. They nailed it. Every, I mean, and Vogue, mm-hmm. they nailed that song. I must have seen them sing it twelve times. They, they nailed it, it every single time. Every time, yeah. So, uh, so Boy, it was fun. Yeah, it was great. It was fantastic. It was like having your own personal concert every that's single right. day. Right. Are you married? I am married. Kids? Two kids. How old are your kids? My son uh, will be eight in about three weeks. My daughter turned five about uh, two weeks ago. Congratulations. It's great. My son, by the way, um, uh, he's, he's, been, he's been taking piano for about three years now, starting to play uh, Cats in the Cradle by Harry Chapin. Oh, that's a good I song. I love that. Yeah, that's it, a good song for the old man to feel bad about that's himself. That's exactly right. You know what? It, it's, it's perfect. He has no idea what it means. He has no idea but, what it uh, means. You know, it's like these are, you know, they're the keepers of the now, flame. You know? wait till he's at the school, uh, the school talent show and he plays that and he goes, yes. I'm dedicating this to my dad. Yeah, and people that's go, right. Aw. Exactly. I know. His dad's and no good. Hear, that's right. Yeah. Uh, I won't be there though. Well, real quick, we're at Rock Solid Show. Kyle is at Kyle Dotson Funny. I'm yeah. at Pat underscore Francis. Uh, Rob, so nice to have you here. I Thank love you when for we having get, me, guys. Uh, when we get uh, someone who's passionate about a, an artist, that's what draws me to having mm-hmm. uh, a guest co-host on the show. So thanks well, for thank being you. here. It's my privilege. And we're going to play out with something, Rob, you know this. Mm-hmm. David Lee Roth fans know this. I've played it many times for fun because it cracks me up. It's a little bit of Yankee Rose in Spanish. Spanish. Let's hear it, Kyle. Thank you, Kyle. Yankee Rose. Bueno, the 
déjame nomás subir a la acera para echarle un ojo. Uy, uy. Qué bella. <laughs> Me refiero a la Yankee Rose. When he does it, uy. Yeah. Una rosa silvestre. Salvaje, salvaje, salvaje. Quieren saber la más nueva noticia. cars like these on auto trader like that car riding your tail or if you're tailgating right now all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on auto trader too are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time well multitasking pro cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on auto trader new cars used cars electric cars maybe even flying cars okay no flying cars but as soon as they get invented they'll be on auto trader just you wait auto trader